No, everyone's liking this white, but just prepare for the complain apocalypse. And I hate that because I'm like, of course I am. This game is getting closer and closer to like this most magical experience ever. These core things still suck. What do you, do you want me to just be like, oh, they added vaulting. The game is perfect now. The AI is and I'm going to keep talking about it. Before we hop in, I want to take a quick second and thank HelloFresh for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. HelloFresh can help you start your new year deliciously with meals like the Mushu Pork Bowls or the Smothered Pepper Jack Burgers, which are some that I've had recently that I've really enjoyed. You can use code PODCASTFREE for free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash PODCASTFREE. That is one breakfast item per box as long as your subscription is active. Thank you so much to HelloFresh for sponsoring this episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all the poggers things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I am one of your co-hosts, Juicy Kazoom. I am not Juicy Kazoom, uh, but I am here with our fucking homeboy, yes. fantastic content creator, and just a all around, I just want to say great friend. Geese, how you doing, buddy? Dude, I'm doing well. Thank you, dude. That's super kind of you to say, man. Thank you. I don't want to make any presumptions. I like to think we are friends. We of course we, we are. Spent, we, had, we shared a nice dinner together. We did. Oh, that's right. We had a date, a dinner date. We Ooh. did have a dinner date. Yeah. Where? Where did? Where? What, what kind of? What kind of? Place it was a Thai restaurant. Again? It was like one of the best Thai restaurants in. Yeah, dude. We you sat on my lap. Um, mm -hmm. We did the whole. You picked up the check, so I'm going to do that. I did. I did. Yeah, but that was only because you. We did the noodle thing. Oh, you, you did the, the Lady in the Tramp noodle thing, and yeah. I wasn't there? He was the lady, and uh, I was the tramp, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I felt so bad for you, Jesse. You had to leave at, like, 4 or 5 a.m., and we partied oh my pretty God. hard that night. Okay, so that was that night. Yeah, so what we're talking about, for the listeners, is TwitchCon, which was when the three of us most recently saw each other, which was such a blast. I forgot me and Adam and Eric or me and Adam just stayed up all night. Literally, we were out at the casino till like 4 a.m. because our flight was at like five. That was such a mistake. I don't want to leave that early next time. That was sad. Oh, no. The, 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 the best thing was like leaving at like 11 p.m. or whatever. Yeah. On the, the next day. Because then I could like get in at like six in the morning. I could like sleep overnight and just like reset. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Well, dude, geeks, how are you doing? We, uh, w one of the, this is our first ever repeat guest. We had you on the pockets. We were just talking beforehand. Oh, I'm the first two time? First. Wait, we already had him on here. Yeah. Get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah. here. Right? Get dude, out of here. I was, I I was even... saying, though, I was telling a story about how I, I was saying it earlier and I didn't know we were alive. So I'll tell it again, though. For <laughs> you guys got to tell people that. Uh, is that the last time I came on here, I was having camera issues and I was miserable. I was miserable. Yeah. Well, I just like, I didn't talk really. I was in a grumpy mood. So I'm excited to uh, come back and hopefully if it, that was an OG time though, that was probably your that first. Was, I was literally, 30 dude, 30, episode 32. How did it you was, nail that? that episode was, 32. Oh yeah, my damn. God. Now what? I'm going to be bringing that energy because I just spent nine hours having no fun playing arena, dude. Nine hours. And I swear to God, I had no fun. <laughs> And, and, it's, arena? and it's all because because the regular Tarkov is boring and arena is actually fun unless you're stuck using 
a dog shit kit. Yeah. So like literally the the first couple hours I was using um there's a kit that has it's a uh a pump action shotgun with AP 20 which you'd think would be like poggers except like for some reason it's just broken. AP 20 just doesn't first of all it shoots like this. <laughs> So, like, if you're actually shooting from far away, you need to aim at their waist if you want to yeah. get a headshot. Um, but there's something about that kit that makes it so that the Wrist T, Vulcan, and Alton guys are the only people you see, even though there's only one of them on a team of five. Oh, they're the only yeah. people they you just, see, like, and you just go, you. boom, and they're just... And you just get fucking mowed down. Um, Have you and... played Arena since it launched, Geeks? We we played no, at played TwitchCon, the, yeah, which is like TwitchCon, and yeah. that's what I've played. Yeah, 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 that's what I played. I don't like arena shooters. Like I just okay. I don't find them fun. And I think them adding I get why they added those mechanics to yeah. the arena shooter. Like you can lose a leg, you can it like it just doesn't seem like that adds value where I'm like, this'll be fun. Let's yeah. do it. Let's lose a leg in arena style shooter. It just doesn't seem that fun. But it I thought I heard isn't this true that you were supposed to be able to bring kits from Tarkov into Arena? So shouldn't you be able to use your regular kits? There was a lot of stuff that was <laughs> there was going to be connections between the two, and it was all nebulous without any sort of real defining. Yeah, like like no one knew, you know, what it was going to be like. Yeah. Um, at some point they're going to be connecting like i think in the next patch they're going to be connecting the actual money between the two um which if if that's all they do and they don't change anything else all that means is that people will just lose their money in tarkov <laughs> um because it's like there's really two kinds of people there are people that infinitely make money and people that infinitely lose money and it really depends there's yeah. like a, a couple set of rules as to like what your rating is how good you are who you play with and what you and what gear you use yeah. in relation to like the other people you're matched against, whether or not you fall on either end of the spectrum. Um, yeah. I'm really I don't sorry, know. Dartos, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry to cut you off, but someone posted in chat. Uh, it's, it's skillet fan. I, I just, I want to put this out into the nebula today because I feel like it's really important and it's based <laughs> off of Tarkov. I'm really sorry, Veritas. I'm really sorry. You should, you should be super apologetic. There is a clip now in Veritas' chat of 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 us playing Streets today, right? We're playing Streets today, and and since I've got back to Tarkov, I've been rusty. I'll be honest. I haven't played in a, over a year. I'm, I'm rusty. So what happened today was they're like, you know, dude, you know what? Velian and Jesse are like these nimbly bimbly, hey, go through this, do this in Streets, go here. Okay, cool. I'll follow you. Oh my god! This is something I'm sure. I, I honest to God, fifty percent of the Tarkov player base doesn't know about. Is that jump is on release now? I didn't know that. I changed yeah. vaulting to to another button, but I didn't know that jumps on release. So they were like, "Hey, jump through this window, or you're going to hit a mine." Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Sounds good. This should be easy. And my jumps have always felt off, but it was like enough of a lead up that I'm like, oh, I got this, dude. I'm so choked that I didn't know that. I'm so dude. happy. Dude. <laughs> dude, it was. I was dying, dude. 
I was freaking dying. And the audio is just literally Velian being like, you have to jump though, or else you're gonna hit a mine. But does like be honest. It was in the patch notes, okay, but I, you know, I just I didn't read the patch notes. I'm sorry. How am I supposed to know that it's on release yeah. and not press? Yeah. That is <gasps> that's how you know you you jump yeah. off into some claymores and then your friends go oh by the way bro if yeah, you so don't I'm, if you didn't if you didn't read that very specific patch note um you're not hardcore issue. <laughs> yeah. you are well, bad it is, it and is, you should feel yeah. sorry and you should be ashamed uh but here's the thing it's still like it, it was it, it messed me up because I was still jumping, obviously, right? Yeah. This whole time that I've been playing for, like, I've played, like, 60, 70 hours now or whatever it is. You're just jumping with a delay. Like, everything else jumping with a delay. That's what it was. And I thought what was yeah. happening was back in the day, you used to have to be like, okay, you, you jump at this right time, and then you'll get the super jump. Oh, or yeah. if, you don't, if you don't press the button, you get a, a wussy jump, right? Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm just doing some wussy jumps right now constantly. Yeah. Dude, I was livid. I was livid when I found that out. And I would like, this is just a public service announcement for everyone listening to this. I And I know, you know what? I'm saving at least four people right now. Uh, yeah. Go into your settings. Check out what jump is. And I guarantee you it's still on release <laughs> the amount of people of press. In all three of our chats after that clip happened that went, wait, is that why my jump feels weird? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Right. Oh my god. It's in, well, it's incredible how many people like only in Escape from Tarkov does something feel bad and you just assume it's part of the game. Yeah. Yeah. But how could you change something so important? So, yeah, so meaningful. Has, yeah. So meaningful hasn't been changed. That's Anyways, a funny that's just, an, it's public service now. That's an that's interesting all. segue into Tarkov cuz obviously like you, you know, so for people that don't know Geeks is like an OG to Tarkov. You've been playing Tarkov longer than I. Like when I started playing Tarkov, I was watching you and Veritas and the team and all these people. So like you're an OG. You took about a year off. We'll talk about that later. But interesting, th that conversation that we just had about that clip is an interesting segue into. We've talked before about how like weird and arbitrary a lot of the changes are and how like bad the game is at communicating those things but we talk about it through the lens of like i obviously play this game six days a week we talk about it all the time on the podcast i read every single patch note what's it mm -hmm. like taking the break and then coming back because you were also that guy that lived and breathed tarkov as well yeah. but now you're yeah, yeah. back not having lived and breathed it for a year and you're seeing you're not a new player but you're seeing some of those experiences where like these changes sometimes just hit you in the face and you're like what yeah, so the hell? I, I'm, I'm seeing the past year of updates i would say the past year i haven't really researched yeah. anything or done much so it's like the past year of updates have been have been like oh all the new stuff that's come so it's mostly good though right like i told you today i yeah. was saying this today how uh la yesterday in the shower where i have all my best thoughts i was like why isn't it you can just click on like say your head and it'll show you all your helmets and maybe i thought i saw that and like maybe it was already in my head that i saw it or something but i, I was like this would be a brilliant idea and then today i tried it and i was like oh it's in there okay smart now the buddy system, you know, the grouping system is awesome. Love that new addition. Uh, I, 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 I like the fact that you can't go into a scav raid when you're the first person to die or something. Yeah, yeah. Still kind of ridiculous, but it, you know what? It's better than nothing. I, I love it. It's good. 
the other thing that has been huge is preset system. So, you know, your entire kit preset system. But it doesn't really like the only time I use it now is for balaclava and then <laughs> this med, this med, this med, this med. And then, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I guess if once it gets to end game and we're using only this, I'm only using this gun and this kit, yeah. and this, th- this is what I use, um, then it would become a lot better. But I don't think a ton of people are going to be using that. You know, uh, so is that is that what you're using? Because I haven't really played the game since they've had the new preset system. But I mm-hmm. always figured if I was going to use the preset system as it was, mm-hmm. that it would probably be like I would have like helmet, headphones, com- uh, like helmet, mm-hmm. headphones, yeah, like rig, meds, and then like like uh, almost like a shell, and yeah, then it yeah. would just be use whatever gun and ammo and whatever i have right but, yep. but it was it was almost always in my head it was going to be the armor headphones utility the things that i would use every time that are like but interchangeable to, but here's the thing veritas you have to remember that you're a player that could consistently get that stuff right like i would say 70 percent of the community is just using what they find you know it's a it's a survival game so you are only using like scraps or here yeah. you know what i mean so like for the community i i i I think where where it really does come into effect, though, when I when I was really thinking about who does this help out, in in all honesty, it it does help out the casuals, right? Because if you think about it, for you know, I I did a big YouTube rant video on this, uh, and uh, we can get into it in a in a bit. How I don't think I still think in twenty twenty four Tarkov doesn't value players' time, and that's my biggest gripe about it. Um, but I think what it will do is say you are, you know, daddy six kids like Jesse, right? You have six kids. You you have a normal nine to five job. You might have an hour or two to play a night. What would be good is if you set up like you buy like, say, four things worth of kits, right? You, you yeah. buy everything and then you can just consistently like you get a raid, you die. Boom. It's there. Boom. It's there. So you're you're, you're doing everything at the beginning and then you're trying to put way less downtime in the in-between that's interesting yeah. i definitely agree that like it 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 uh it's one of those things like i was man i can't remember it was literally just before the podcast i was thinking about something through the lens of like sometimes i feel like tarkov is having the identity crisis of like is it a survival game or is it like a or is it a not an arena shooter? But but so the preset system is an interesting one because pre preset system, my brain just like auto logged that as like that's going to be a huge W. Like we spent so much time kidding up, a preset system is going to be huge. And it wasn't really until we got it that I was almost immediately like, oh, I'm never going to use this because I'm always changing what I'm using. Like I'm using whatever I have now. Obviously, I can I play enough that I can afford whatever. But I just like to play the game though. I just like to whatever armor I have lying around, whatever helmet I have lying around. So I found the same thing that that like that thing where you just click above your head and it shows you all the helmets you have. You click so the that's armor. What I think that you know, I feel like ended up being talking, the bigger W. Yeah. Yeah. Me and you were talking about this probably two years ago, even like preset system is something we were like, we thought we were. Yeah. I wish we could just do a preset. But what we really wanted was just the click of the bug yeah. to be able to boom, 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 boom. Yep. Right. Because I like, actually feel like I could kit up that way faster than using the preset system. Because you have to like preset, then you have to hit open, and then it's treated like a weapon preset where you have to click 
assemble and it's like well you don't have these things do you want to buy them and then i have to click yes and then you purchase and then you go back to the preset system and then you hit equip again and in that many clicks i could just click head you lock ears sword and armor defender and then like, I'm, I'm almost there you know what's really funny is like these quality of life that i'm talking about for the past year have been unreal like i'm, I'm super happy about them super happy tarkov's doing this yet they still refuse to do basic stuff and i'm sure we'll get into the armor system for sure but like why can't we just have a map in game or even dude like, so so like i was thinking about this right i was really thinking you know i used to be team it's a hardcore game it's a survival game it's just part but like what you're doing is you're just going to another website yeah to to figure it all out so like i'm not saying you have to be like you are here you are why can't you just have like the maps from map genie without the loot on them but just yeah. basic like Xville, blah 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 just like and and then be actual good maps instead of it being like i'm I, I need to take a university course to know like all this map stuff you know what i mean for sure like does does adding a map here's a question to you guys does adding a good map genie map like map genie that you know you think say it's thirty thousand rubles say it's some sort of money sink that it's an actual good map that's like you know you can read it's easy to to follow along with does that diminish what tarkov is no but you're asking the wrong question <laughs> so okay. they they have they have so many things that they want to work on and need to work on the question is do they implement something that somebody else has already done for free for them that everybody already uses or do they just build something else well yes because be, be, well, it, it's it's just a map. I'm yeah. not saying you have to implement where the loot is. No, no, no I know. I'm, I'm saying, but I'm saying like, oh, it's the it's the same thing as like the wiki. Like, do they implement a fucking tutorial? Do they implement yeah useful stats that teach you X and Y? Do they implement all these other things? They are kind of motivated not to because other people are already doing it for them for free. Yeah. So so they don't have to do the maps. They they would much rather work on vaulting or work on these three bug fixes or work on these other features, you know, a new map or or whatever. Um they're just not they, they just don't have the motivation. Not motivated. Somebody else already did yeah, it. Yeah, cuz cuz I they agree. Did it. I agree it would be a W. Like I don't to your question I don't think it would yeah. diminish from the game. I think it would cuz cuz that type of stuff is knowledge that you you grow in and then increasingly rely on the thing less and less, right? Like the more, the more, you know, a map, the less you rely on a map. So it's not, I don't think it would ruin anything, but yeah, I think it's like the community. It's one of those, just like, it just like black hole formed into this weird thing where the community does so many things, the wiki, the maps, the Tarkov the, market but, website. And so the motivation to fix those gripes diminishes because they're like, Oh, we'll do that later. No, they must have stats where they're like, okay, this amount of players play for this amount of hours and just quit the game. They have to have those stats and see that there's, because I had people, when I was making a big rant about this in my chat, there's a bunch of people that came and it's like, yeah, I, I bought the game for my friend. Someone bought it for five of their friends and none of them played it again. Like it, it, it's one of those Ooh. things like you can say they're not motivated, but there has to be playtime stats behind yeah. it to be like, okay, so many new players that haven't touched the game are are, are dropping off after 
10 hours, you know, and then they have to figure out what that 10 hours, like what's the issue. And I think it has to do with, you know, maps. I think it has to do with, you know, heavy bleeds, light bleeds, all the medical system. And and it's, it's an easy fix. And like battle, like, or ground zero, like that's a, that's a nightmare. They added that. That was a complete nightmare. I, I think, um, there, there should be so many less PMCs on that map from like say oh, one yeah. to ten. One to ten. Let's just say like let's let's group this up. One to five, one to ten. There's not high value loot on the map. So you you you're not worried about people spamming it like crazy. Yeah. But also there's like three other PMCs and just scavs. Like let yeah, give, like just give us a, a, a underhand pitch here every once in yep. a while for the community so that we grow the community. I, I just, I, dude, I I talked about that a ton when we were playing that first because we fly through the ground zero quests in in a day, right? So and then we mm-hmm. don't come back. But I was saying that a ton is like there's like I think twelve PMCs on that map, which is crazy. I wouldn't even mind legitimately. I was talking about this. I legitimately wouldn't mind if from level one to level five you could play on ground zero offline. Yeah. and progress and, uh, and like anything you extract with you can literally like i don't care if you milk that and made a million rubles per raid for those five raids over the course of the wipe that means nothing right like that doesn't ruin the economy it doesn't do anything and, and then from and level five can, to can, ten or five to fifteen what like the, it sh- there yeah. should legitimately be like five pmcs on the map i completely and, agree and you can make it so it's garbage loot too yeah like it's, it's not even good valuable or here's another th- oh here's a brilliant idea not found in raid loot one to five everything oh, you yeah. found in there not found in raid so you can't sell it eventually on the flea market you can't do you know what i mean like but you can cares? use it for your hideout like, and use yeah, it just yeah. let just give them a slow pitch guys like let us have a slow pitch yeah i completely agree. smiling yeah you mother effer slow pitch me <laughs> slow pitch me daddy <laughs> slow pitch me daddy i mean yeah dude you're 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 like you're you're expecting yeah, you're expecting like logic and reason and ex- new player experience and all like, you're expecting that to fucking matter which is yeah 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 I, I, it, your, at the end of the day it's not where for everyone you, it's a, that's where your mistake is but <laughs> you, know, but you the, expect any of this to make any sense any of it to fucking matter yeah, yeah i mean if it, if it were if it were up to me I would make the maps that we've had from the beginning. Um, like, I think the the right way would be to make those maps. First of all, they would need to like update them and create the yeah, paper map yeah. because, you know, they haven't updated the paper maps since they've expanded and expanded and whatever. It, yeah. And then all the, but so it needs to create them and keep them updated with all the expansions. And then on those maps, there should be markers in English or whatever your language is for all of the X fills. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I would even yeah. like it if, if, if it showed you a, like a little green fucking marker for where you infilled. Oh, oh that's a good idea. Yeah. And, I then, like that idea. and then all of the X fills for scabs yeah, and PMCs like are all marked. Yeah. So that, um, you, you can look at the map and on a massive map, you know exactly where you are, where you started. And then from there, you can use the compass and or spatial awareness to figure out where you need to go to get yeah. to where you got to go. Um, points of interest should be marked uh, if there are quests. If Prapor wants you to go check this place, there should be a little fucking marker that gets added dynamically yeah. to your map. 
That, I, I'm so about the this traders stuff, yeah. should give you whenever you, it's, you, you have a quest, your first quest on interchange, fucking Ragman should go, Hey man, here's uh here's the interchange map. I want you to go check out X, Y, and Z. And there are three little X's on your Ooh, fucking I map. Like it, yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't have to show your location moving. I don't, it doesn't yeah. need to be like dynamic. Yeah, it doesn't need to be like that. Showing yeah, yeah. where you infilled and where all of the X fills are. Yep. I, I would love to have to pull out the map and go, Compass north. Well, I need to go this way, west, and exactly. okay. And, and be, or like, like you said, that. points of interest. So like you see like Ulta or um, you see Ollie. So like that kind of stuff. So it doesn't have to dynamically update where you are, but you can see that your quest marker is near Ollie on the map, and then you just look up and you're like, oh, I see Ollie. I'm close. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? Like that. It, it still puts you in the like it's still Tarkov. It puts you in the vulnerable position to open your map and have to be safe enough to do that. But it it's infinitely better. The, and it's not and, a hard sell because it's no. like it's hard. It requires you do a bunch of work. Yeah. You put yourself at risk. And, you know, but they but again, like the reason why they don't do that is not for any reason other than people already made maps. So like they don't need to do that because yeah. people will just open up a tab with rich maps and yeah. they can just fucking forget about that until maybe later. The other thing yeah. I, th I think is, is it's easy for us to armchair dev. Like I always say mm -hmm. that, you know, it, but I, I think this is stuff that's easy enough to implement and the quality of life feature for us would be minuscule, but for yeah, players, but for new players, ginormous. Yeah. And I think that's, it shows you, the way the three of us are, especially, is we're for the new players. We're for the players. We're not thinking about only ourselves. And I think the other thing is, hey, like, you know, it would help me, especially the infill. You know, when you said you'd mark where you infill, on smaller maps, it doesn't matter too much. But when people are trying to learn a, a bigger map, I always tell them, like wherever, you, wherever you infill, though, just like just section off that map a little bit and just learn that little section. So they could do that even in offline be like, yeah. I know I'm here and now I can just like, I'm just going to learn this little section and then, you know, go on. But I think also the compass becomes a huge addition. Then the compass actually matters then, you know yeah. what I mean? You can be like, okay, Bro, I remember learning woods. Yeah. I remember learning woods and having the actual paper map and not knowing like I would have to figure out where the water was to try and figure yeah. out where <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, yeah. learning. It was because it was either you spawned on the right side of the yeah. U or the left side mm -hmm. of the U. And yeah. it was you go this way or you go that way. And and that took a while. And none of the X fills were were marked there. And I don't even think there was like the, there were no interactive maps like we had today. And yep. that was like a super one of my favorite, most formative. Like eras of Tarkov was learning a map that way. Yeah, but learning it with fucking map genie on a tab open. Yep, <sighs> dude, there was um, uh, okay. So there's this that that reminds me like it. Uh, we've talked about this many times on the podcast. Me and geeks talk about this specifically a ton whenever we play together. Is is about like how fragmented you get away from what it's really like to be new at this game. I feel like you're getting as close as you can back to that because you took a year off. But even then, yeah. you come with so much knowledge and stuff like that. And, you know, we're talking about the maps and everything. And it's funny because, like, I do want to shout out this dude. Uh, his YouTube is Coolest Jonas. Um, Jonas, J-O-N-A-S. He's a new YouTuber and he's been making Tarkov content. And a while ago, before the wipe even, I just I just saw his I saw this thumbnail and it said a solo's journey to Lexos. 
and it was this 20 minute video and it was edited literally S tier. He's got, he's got 4,000 subs and it was literally S tier editing. And he was like, he had like never played Streets of Tarkov before. And he was like trying to do a few of the quests. And it was so, it's, I, I watched that and I just like, not only was the editing good, but I just forgot what it felt like to like not have any idea what the hell I was doing. Like, and, and I just watched that and I was like, oh my God. And it was so, it was so entertaining and it was such a good video, but he had just literally, I mean, he played Tarkov a bunch, but he had just never played streets. So he had no, and I just like take so much for granted. Literally today when me and geeks were playing and I was like trying to direct you through the stream and I just walked geeks right into the claymores. Cause I just forgot that like, he didn't know that there's claymores around Lexos, Lamau. There's no signs or anything. You're just supposed to know. And I forgot that he didn't know. And so stuff like this where like, you know, like the like like a rich map system and that that allows that facilitates a better experience for people who are just are like meandering around the maps. And this wipe, I mean, has definitely brought a lot of that back because this wipe has been a big and influential enough wipe that you got, you know, anytime you've got your summits and your shrouds playing consistently, there's always mm-hmm. gonna be a huge uptick in new players, right? Because the, these, you know, I mean these guys pulling down. 50, 60,000 viewers, there's always going to be. And so Ivo noticed an uptick in my chat of like, yo, you know, any tips for this? Any tips for this? Like, how do you learn? And then it just reminds me, it's like, man, I wish the, I wish the game facilitated that learning. And I think what, what people, what frustrates me the most is when people are like, well, if you give them all the answers, it won't feel like Tarkov anymore. And it's just like, that's what nobody is saying. It's literally (laughs) give them the tools to learn what Tarkov is. Give them the tools to learn the Tarkov experience. Nobody's saying give them everything. Well, what what they're saying is I had to learn (laughs) this in this miserable way. So everyone else should, because it makes you the person in Tarkov. Like, it's just that mindset sometimes. And yeah, you're not wrong. You know, like that like it's a hardcore game for hardcore people but like they can't answer like a map wouldn't really no ruin uh, now i'm not saying like a, a dmz style map where it shows you where you are Correct. and yeah. where you exfil exactly is i'm not saying that i'm just saying maybe bump it up from university level maps you know what i mean yeah to like to, to just like basic map genie basic basic, basic yep. map genie because at the end of the day they're like it's hardcore but we all know you're going to these other websites to learn about it it's not like you Ex- like less than one percent of the player base has just learned where an exfil is like how how many people do you think in the history of tarkov just learned where all the exfils are by just wandering around <laughs> yeah. stumbling around and you know when- after 2017 nobody yeah. Well, yeah, and and the the thing they want to bring up a lot when I when I make this argument is they always talk about oh Daisy ha- has awful maps or A B and C hardcore game have an awful map, but there's not a time limit. Correct. Where you die in these survival games. In these hardcore survival Correct. games, it's like okay, as long as I have food and water, which I'll find along my way. Yeah, you can just find and. You know, you go to Daisy, you find a bus stop or whatever. It shows your map. Okay, I'm going over here. It it's it it's it's very different when you are sure. placed under a 40 minute, 50 minute time limit, 100%. or you die, and you know you're 18 feet away from another player. Like in Daisy, you could go hours without <laughs> without running into another yeah. player. You know what I mean? Like, 
and and Daisy actually like marks everything. They mark all their roads with street signs, and the maps have all of those like. The maps have the name of the roads so you can reverse yep. engineer where you are. The Tarkov maps don't do that. And I think the point you were about to make, I agree with so much, is like, it's, if a game wants you to discover something on your own, that's one thing. But it's not hard, like, if if I need X piece of information, and the two ways I go about it are the game provides me a way to figure out X piece of information... Or I go on my other monitor and go to www.com slash escape from Tarkov wiki, blah, blah, blah. And then I get that piece of information. That's not more hardcore. It's like adding extra steps between the information like that is not more hardcore. It's not more realistic. It's not more anything. So why not give it? If there's other things that the game wants you to discover, like it can create ways to do that. But you're going to yeah, get the information any, anyway. <laughs> and I don't think any serious, any serious people like that are worth listening to. Are making, th or are making that argument yeah, that it's more correct. hardcore, like that's more Tarkov, um, like, correct. Sure, we had to live through that, but you know, like we had to live through X, so everybody else should. But yeah. it's also the game is a thousand million trillion times more complicated now than it was then. So us learning, yeah, with, with two deadly slob tutorial videos and nothing else is was infinitely less than you have to learn today if you start from yeah. scratch and just play the game you, you need the wiki right. and you need map quest and you yeah. need 27 fucking tutorial videos and and the problem is is because you need all of those things content creators and like and and i i guess just content creators in general including the people who make the maps and the people who make the wiki yeah um they are the ones that have built up the underlying foundational infrastructure that the game is sitting on top of right now. Yeah. That BSG can just kind of out of sight, out of mind, ignore and continue working on other shit without having to think about it. There's no reason why, like no one is reasoning their way out of in or out of the, like why should these things exist or why shouldn't they exist? Yeah. They don't exist because they don't need to exist because they exist elsewhere so that BSG can just think about other shit. There's yeah. no that no one is 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 trying to like rebut yeah. that these things belong in the game. Everybody yeah. agrees with you. BSG just doesn't have to do it because someone else did. <laughs> and yeah. I think the other thing is all three of us have all you know gotten a lot from them not telling anyone anything. Like we have all yeah, grown. we stand to benefit from being yeah, the ones. Yeah, we, we do benefit from yeah. them because as creators, like how I, you know, how I cut my teeth in this in the as a content creator for EFT was gunsmith videos. I oh, there yeah. was gunsmith videos done, but I thought, okay, how would I want them done? How would I make sense of these? Okay, I'll do them that way, and people liked them, people enjoyed them, and then that's how I like if if they told you you need this, 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 this. I wouldn't probably make a video because it's right there in front of you. Yeah. So I am, you know, the, from them not doing that, I'm gaining a lot from it, which is awesome. But at the same time, same thing with new player guides and everything, yeah. everything no, we it, do for is, sure. it, it's yeah. because they didn't do enough. So it is kind of a win-win. I mean, you're right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I, you know, for as many people as we have helped, I'm sure there's, 
more than like 10, like 10 times that, that just watched something, didn't understand it. The game didn't really show it or explain it. They yeah. didn't understand it and they just quit. And they like, bailed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so as, as much as it does help me, I'm not, I'm not denied a 2 million beginner guide video, right? Like my YouTube video, 2 million views I got from yeah. it because it, I hit it at the right time. It was right before drops. I benefited so much, but at the same time, how much would I benefited if I made different videos too, <laughs> but that player base stuck around. So it was an even po- more popular game too. At the same time. Like, yeah, I see yeah. what you're saying for sure. It's, it's interesting for sure. I mean, it's, yeah, the, the reality is why well, I don't expect to see these things for a while because of that. I like, I feel like, like Veritas said, they've probably relegated any of these things they want to do to like, ah, after, after or with 1.0, which who knows when the hell that's going to be some nebulous point because they don't really need to. Um, but it is interesting. It's been fascinating to see that, to see like there's there's a lot more new player energy with this wipe just because of how many, mm-hmm. like how big of a deal it was. So yeah, definitely interesting things and 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 stuff like, and it's funny because none of this is stuff that's new, right? Like you and me have talked about this geeks back when we were playing together a year ago, 18 months ago. And so you coming back and being like, I, I can understand you coming back and being like, damn, this stuff still isn't in the game. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Um, But uh, other than that, like how have you been feeling about this wipe like some of these big changes that have happened coming back and seeing it because you know there was a lot of excitement about a lot of these things because they gave us roadmaps and stuff but you just kind of came in not knowing so we'll throw throw some stuff at me just like the recoil how do you feel about the new recoil recoil awesome i I think the recoil i think that alone is the number one reason why so many people came back yeah i i honestly do i think the recoil is probably why I'll say 50% of the community's back is they heard recoil is awesome again. Yeah. And they had those uh, thoughts of probably like what? 11, seven, 11, five. Yeah. That was around the you time know, around yeah. there. Like that, that like, you know, that jumping around kind of labs play and, and Hey, if you like that style, it it's definitely not that, but it is close to that again, sure. which is nice. Like it is, it's closer, especially I haven't even touched guns that are super modded out yet. So I can only imagine what those are like, right? It's funny because some of those people, some of those like those people you think of when you think of the jump around labs, some of those people are the ones least happy with the recoil change. Now, I would say most of them in general enjoy it, but like a lot of like the mutant and the RD seven hundred four, which are mm-hmm. were the two like you know meta guns. They are yeah. some of the least fun to shoot right now. I know. I, so, I noticed that when I built an AKM, yeah. I was like, "Why is seven six two the one that is awful?" But uh, but I, I mean, I mean, by and large, everybody enjoys the recoil change, and that like that's another that's been another weirdly back alley new player experience change because it just mm-hmm. doesn't feel like absolute dog water to find a gun and raid, pick it up, and go to shoot it. You know what I mean? Like. It actually feels well, good. Well, I, I think what it is, it's more in, it's more familiar now. The gunplay is way more familiar now for them playing. You know, they're used to playing. Yeah. You know, game a, and even though it's a hardcore game and it does have way more recoil, it still feels like game A to them, kind yeah. of. Right. They get the idea of my first few shots don't go to the ceiling and then level out. Right. So I yep. think that is making players really enjoy themselves now. You know, we were just talking about player experience, you know, things being a little convoluted, you know, ammo, not knowing what ammo does. 
like that's a huge one maps but like let's let's dive in i don't know did you guys last week talk about armor yeah we've been talking about but but there's there's been we've been talking about that a lot but there's even more like i'd love to hear your thoughts on that there's been a bunch more people doing testing and stuff so i i don't mind the so here's my thought process really is i don't mind where you get armpitted blah 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 like if they want to do that kind of stuff so you know lighter ammo does or like lesser ammo can actually go up against the juggernaut awesome where i don't really like it per se is the plate system like couldn't we just have couldn't we just have this whole system and it be like um i forget what level three armor it is it's the one that scavs always have it's green it's a it's a armored rig but it's oh, like yeah so it's like you can't touch that it just is in the armor yeah like couldn't we just do something like that like you can replace maybe those armors if you want yeah but like i even then i just i think it's again a more convoluted system than it needs to be because it's just like it's tarkov this is how it's going to be it's like who's putting like and i get that you can take a press armor and put like level four or five or something i don't i don't know i haven't gone too deep into it yeah but it just seems like it's it's fun. It's goofy. I get it, but no one's going to do it at the end of the day, really. Right? Like no one's really going to do it. So why not just make it easy on the user and, and the user experience and just be like, okay, this is the armor. It's still level three or level four, but it's just now it only protects here, here, and here. I'm with you 8 billion percent. Like I, I no, no, granted. I, I, th- <laughs> Does that mean I'm wrong from- if Veritas agrees with me, Jesse? <laughs> yeah. it, means, it means you're fucking onto something, bud. It means you're onto something. Um, no, I mean, like, I, now, I I am speaking from a kind of, a, still from a conceptual standpoint, because I, I haven't oh, played yeah. enough. I keep forgetting it's not in arena. It's not an arena, so I, I, I still haven't. I keep forgetting but yeah. I, every time I see anyone fucking dicking around with it, anytime I see yeah. any gameplay, I just think I, if if there was a way for me to bypass having to think or care about any of this stuff, whether it's I buy a preset yeah. thing, whether it's I just, you know, like I have a way to, it, it kind of similar to so many of the other things when it comes to like either pen or like armor class, how people just come up with really simple rules yeah. so that they can just dumb it down and not have to actually worry. Yeah. That's the way that like I think about this where it's like I I just want to simplify it as much as possible. Like yeah. if I can have one transaction or one choice where I get a thing and that thing means one thing, it doesn't yeah. mean it's not this it's not this thing that has eight hundred variables inside of it and question marks that i i have to consider every single that's nah, just way too yeah it's it's like it's like you, you ever play gran turismo 3 anybody ever oh, play yeah. gran turismo 3 back in the day oh yeah sorry um some of these some of these like racing games right some people love to fucking they want to tune the gear ratios and the spring tension yeah. and the fucking front brake versus rear brake differential slip settings and blah and and and, and like I never got that far into it unless I wanted to pull wheelies with the fucking Pikes Peak Suzuki. <laughs> I never fucked with any custom settings. I want to get in a car. See the car has has steering, speed, brakes, and see a couple of, and that's all I want. Yeah. When, to, to be more granular than that it's too much for me i if i'm gonna do that i want to go play 
something else, right? I'll, I'm going to go play my sim rig and I want to fucking, yeah. or I want to go out and buy a real car and do it in real life where it fucking matters. And I don't want to get that granular in a game like Tarkov when the time to kill is one to three shots, yeah. no matter what. And that it's, this is what I was talking about. This is what I was thinking about earlier when I, when I was talking about the identity crisis of Tarkov, because, or, or like, the, like what, sometimes it feels like the features of the game it's like, I just want to be like, what game do you want to make? Like, what game are we making here? Because sometimes I feel like these features, because I think like on paper, I really love the armor system. On paper, I love the idea of swapping out plates. On paper, I love the idea of like armor really only covering where it's physical. I think my question to people, and and, and I say that to say like anybody that is enjoying this system or or really likes this system, I can, I understand it. What I've been shifting my conversation when I'm talking to people in chat or when I'm talking to people that disagree with me more to like, what is the result? What is the meaningful behavior? Because to what to what you were saying, like the, getting that granular in games can be really, really fun. And so you think about like a game like Diablo where getting that granular is super fun. Like what, what synergy, That's the whole point. what synergies do I want my gear to have? What stats I want crit over this because this is my build and this is what I'm focused on. Those are meaningful changes that are consistent and can't be taken away from you. And so you want to invest that time and energy. And so I, I've been asking questions like that where I'm like, okay, have you been in Tarkov spending additional time in your stash min maxing your plates? Have you been you know have you are you going on the flea market to buy this rig because it's got class 3 aramid and it's got neck protection and it's got shoulder protection and then are you buying this armor taking the class 6 plates out and doing this because that sounds really cool and really fun. But then apply it to Tarkov and ask them are you doing that? No, why? Well cuz I'm going to get one tap by his there we are. I think yep. the system is great. I think this system in another game makes a lot of sense. And once again, I'm not saying I'm right here. I'm not saying I, I'm i God and I have the perfect... If you love this system and love getting one tap for my scavs, dude, the Tarkov is your game right now. Hell yeah. But that's what I'm saying is like, we give the granularity and, and all these choices, but do... But really, you, Timmy, Timmy Slayer 69 playing the game... Do you feel like those choices are meaningful and do you feel incentivized to take the additional time? Because if the, the answer is no, then what the hell are we doing? But we wouldn't we wouldn't see how many times it saves you. Like it might save you 10% of the time. But in, in when you're playing yeah. the game, you're feeling like 100% of the time it doesn't matter, right? Like so like it could be saying something, but wh where I'm at is still have the plates but why can't why can't they just be built in like is it really worth it that you're like your point you're yeah. changing like like is it i understand i asked that question earlier i was like how many of you guys are changing plates out and there are yeah, so yeah. many people are like exactly like <laughs> yeah like and, like do we want to be do we want to be swat like let's let's take it to the yeah. the nth degree do we want to swap out firing pins and do we want to have 75 trigger mechanism pin bolt yeah screws do we want like we want six different granular... versions of gun lube and this one has different stats yeah. than this one yeah how granular do we really want to get with the systems yeah. how granular is meaningful and and do, does it provide you um agency does it yeah. provide meaningful gameplay 
But like, and it was an interesting way that you posed that in that I think it'd be really cool in a game where you don't lose your shit. Yes. To really min max, what is the optimal? Okay, I really that's like, a, that's a I really like, I like having that, yeah. class four here. I was going to say and, the okay. same exact now, thing. Imagine like your speed was like double if you had class three versus class six. Yeah. Then it would be like, it's a meaningful difference, right? I want to be like marathon lightweight, you know, fucking, I want to be really nimble. I want to be really quick and I'm cool having a gun that maybe doesn't do as much damage, but has a high rate of fire. And you, you really can kind of craft exactly the build that you want. Yeah. But as soon as that much thought goes into something as ephemeral as it can last four seconds and you might never use it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It suddenly is like, why? What? How granular do you want to get? That's exactly what I was going to say, is that it, that's circling back around to what I started with, the identity crisis. What game is this system for? Because this system feels perfect for a game where you don't lose your stuff when you die. A game yep. like Diablo, a game that's about dying a thousand times and making a thousand micro adjustments to your kit and then finding the build that makes you feel like a god. The, in that game, dying and making those adjustments, is it's it's the thing, and that's fun. And in a game like Tarkov that's all offline, where you get one tap to the scab, and you're like, oh, God, maybe I need neck protection, pop, 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 and then you you run the raid again, that makes sense. But in a game where you lose stuff, and in a game that prides itself, and this is what I find fascinating, is that sometimes the things that the, the like hardcore Tarkov Andes pride themselves on conflict with each other, where it's like, Okay, well, are you really going to do that? And it's like, well, yes, of course I'm going to do that because I, you know, I play and I have all this money, blah, 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 blah. And then if you ask them like, oh man, is there too much like loot and Bitcoin laying around? They'll go, yeah, man, there's way too much loot. Back in my day, we had to struggle for everything. So they're like, okay, well, if there was no loot and you couldn't make any money, would you still be maxing your plates if you didn't have any money to do it? And it's like, oh, wait, oh, wait, you know what I mean? It's like, so these things are, are just fascinating. And it's like, what, what game are we making but this system for? But you're, you know, you're talking about coming around full circle. We came around full circle to the beginning where we talked about, you know, what kind of presets are you using, right? Like, yeah, this system is for 5% of the player base. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 95% again, or I'm going to say 80 just to be safe, right? 80% of the player base just wants armor. Yeah is just figuring out what to use because they got it the raid before or yeah. they found it on a scav or something like that's the no, thing you know is what they're going to do they're going to watch a video of someone that said this is the best thing you should do you should buy the curasa and you put level four here and level three here and level five here video, and yeah. then they're never going to think about how or why or what yeah yeah and that's it yeah okay that's it. People, that, people will just want to know only, the answer. Okay. It, it's the same reason why people video. come into only my chat use. and still say, hey, man, what's the best ammo? Yeah. They don't want to. They don't. They, they, you can tell by the question that they don't even know the right questions to ask. Yeah. They just and that's and part of that is that the game is so complicated that they don't even know the right questions to ask. Right. Correct. Um, they just want the answer. And that's the way it's it's going to be. Yeah. And, 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 and going back to your point, you're absolutely right, geeks that like, and, and this is what everybody brings up. So I'm glad you brought it up is the survivorship bias, right? Like I put the armor on and maybe it saves me five times and then I die five times, but then I walk away from that experience feeling like I died all day. You know, I died, I die yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah, exactly. The survivorship yeah. bias is hundred percent there. But the, but the thing is, is it's a balance. 
and I don't know where the exact percentage is, right? Like, but we, you know, we use extremes to make the example is like, if you were dying 90% of the time, then you're like, what am I doing? What, what the hell is the system for? And if you were dying 10% of the time, maybe you'd be like, oh shoot, this stuff is working. So there's a balance somewhere in there. But I think, I think the, we, I think like part of the core draw of Tarkov to a certain extent is the inconsistencies, right? Like you can get one tapped by a guy with a well-placed TT shot. You can get, you know, sniped from a guy you didn't know. Maybe, you know, there's no solo queue. Maybe you run up against the solo. Maybe you run up against the five man. But I think, I, I think that the, running away with that and saying every single thing in the game should be inconsistent. Sometimes your gun shoots, sometimes it jams. Sometimes the scavs don't see you, even though you're literally chest bumping them. Sometimes they one tap you from 500 meters away. Sometimes BP pens an Alton. Sometimes BP doesn't pen an Alton. Sometimes you get shot in the armpit. Sometimes like, I all I'm saying is like, there's a, there's a point where the inconsistencies get too much that there's no incentive for the player to engage in any of the systems anymore because every single one of them it feels powerless like the the actual closest i got to like rage quitting stream was literally it was like 3 days ago and it was, was it? yes <laughs> and the game oh my God. i've never rage quit a stream before and it was the closest i ever came and it was because like the game teed me up for the exact experience the game wants me to have my buddies died. I killed a player that killed my buddies. I was getting their loot. And I swear to God, completely unaggroed. I hear Kolontai, the new boss, just yell from the other side of the mall. And I go, yo, Chad, is this Kolontai? So then I walk up and I get super thing. I open a door. There's a guard. He starts blasting me. I'm like, oh, shoot. I run back. I heal. I ditch my backpack. I'm taking right side peaks. I'm, I'm stimming. Like I'm using every engagement like that where you think tactical, you know, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll do boom one pushes boom throw an aid boom I kill all of them I'm down to the last guard I'm also doing a quest there's a quest to kill him and turn in a baton I peek a right side angle super tight I'm using Velian's gun because my gun ran out of ammo he's got a, a mutant with 762 BP one of the best guns in the game one of the best ammos in the game dude's running around the corner one two three four five six seven chest shots with his gun pointed straight up in the air he shoots me once with sp5 and I, the end, I died. The end screens, I got shot three times. Maybe it was a fragment. Maybe it was the triple yeah. bullet bug. And I, I was like, what? What am I doing? If doing everything right equals coin flip on if anything matters, then what's the incentive to do anything right? And that's where you get the new players don't understand how the labs chads just stim up and shift W around. And it's because they have 10,000 hours and they're like, nothing matters. It's a coin flip either way. So I'm just going to run at the fight. And they're like, yeah. how do you do that? And it's and, and I they was get just like, like an inherent advantage by doing that. Yeah. And I was like, and it, w I wasn't mad that I died or did the quest. I'm, I'm, I play streets all day. I'm going to run into Kolontai again. I was mad because it was like the game set me up for the perfect like trailer of what Escape from Tarkov could be. And in that moment, I often don't. So I'm not tooting my own horn. I make mistakes all the time. I literally, my half of my brand was my lessons from Beyond the Grave videos talking about when I mess up. In that instance, I didn't mess up. I played it perfectly. And the game just said, Was it a bot that sucks killed you? to be you? Yeah, it was the guard. last Kolontai guard. Yeah. But it's just like it's just like, killer, like right? It's just like yeah. killer. You look, you can you can do these like angle peaks, you can get like this long range, you know, look at yep. them where you don't think like 
And, and same thing with scabs, right? It's just like, for some reason, when you put your crosshair on a scab, yeah. that's when they see you. And it's like, okay, well, that's kind of ridiculous, 100%. right? Like, So on uh, one you, hand, you know, the survivorship bias is there for sure. But on the other hand, it's just like, how many inconsistencies is too many inconsistencies? How many things out there does the game decide independent of what you do? And and at what point does that create a cool experience that keeps you on your toes? And at what point has it gone too far to an experience that actively de-incentivizes its player base to engage with the, with the systems? And that's Bro. the big question I have about the armor right now is practically at the end of the day, no matter how cool you think the system is, is it incentivizing you to engage with that system or de-incentivizing you to get, engage with that system? What what you're what you describe there is such an important like meta um emergent god I can't <laughs> say this without it sounding like crazy. What you're what you're describing is oh fuck. I'm not going to be able to articulate it. It's so important what you just described as how the game can be so close and so far away. Yeah. And what's so sad is, is how far I think anybody close to making decisions about what Tarkov is or should be or anything I I have no confidence that they would recognize the importance of what of what you were communicating with what you were just saying. Yeah. Um Yeah, I I I can't I can't put it any other way. <laughs> I I'm I'm with you a thousand percent and what's so sad is I don't think anyone from BSG is like three percent of the way to really getting what you just put down but i do want to oh, i want to take a little handbrake here speaking of cars like you know <laughs> put it into grand turismo three terms i do like i don't want this to be a bitch fest also oh. i do want to say like i hey, came this back is my bitch fest all right <laughs> so listen listen i came back and there's a reason it sucked me back in again for sure like, i came back and the first Okay, I will say this. The first, uh, the day after wipe, I did quit after two raids because it disconnected me and then I couldn't log into the, uh, like, even the the launcher. Yeah. So I was like, well, I guess it (laughs) means not to play. Then the next day, I got massive desync where I I shot at a guy, hit him like three times. It said I hit him zero. I was pretty bummed. But at the end of the day, the game is really special. Like, coming back was like a warm blanket. It was so nice. It was like... It was just like, yeah, like I miss Tarkov. I miss this. Like I really yep. did miss Tarkov. Uh, it's just, it just had like I think the reason, you know, we're saying the issues right now is that all three of us are so passionate <laughs> for sure, and just see what this could be. Like you know, we in our heads we're like, oh, and and again, it's armchair Devin being like, just press button C D and, yeah. and E, and you'll be good to go, and it'll be amazing, but. I think it's just because like the game is so amazing that it has, it has everything we want in it. Right. Like there is a lot of times when I was playing DMZ that I was like, man, I wish it had this, you know, man, yeah. I wish it had this. Listen, like, you don't need to listen. Yeah. You don't need to justify. Okay. <laughs> we're, no, we're but I do. Armchair, I do. I, 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 I,
and it's <laughs> we're right and they're wrong. Needs, yeah, someone yeah. needs to armchair dev. No, I see what you but mean. Like, I, I just I, want to be positive because it, sure. it, it like, you know, this is my only time on stream or on your podcast. So I do want to make sure like, this listen, your second time, second, but this is my only, like, this yeah. is my only time for another, what? So three, three two, <laughs> what episode are we on? 187. So no, I've got, yeah, I got another 154 to go for the next, uh, yeah. you know, time to come on. So I love this game. I really do love this game. And I think, you know, for the past year coming back, there has been a lot of changes that I'm like, this is awesome. It feels a lot better. The yeah. shoreline changes were so good. You know, I can go in. We talked about it today on stream. You know, Jesse and I were playing on stream today. We can go in on how th- I don't know. I don't quite understand how they haven't figured out spawns. I just, in my head, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense at all. Like how the spawns can be this atrocious, but they are. So here we are, but I'm still going to die two seconds after spawn and still say, okay, guys, that happens. Because next time you might be the one that kills someone. You'll be like, oh, it sucks to be that guy. And then you're having a great time, right? Like I completely agree with what you're saying. This is the greatest wipe of all time. Like I'm still here. And this is an important thing. I'm glad you brought this up because this is an important thing. This is the greatest wipe potentially ever. I truly like I've, we talked before I've, I've gushed over vaulting and how it's completely changed how you traverse. And it's literally my favorite update of the whole thing. The recoil is better. Streets is just getting better and better. Every wipe, the shoreline update is phenomenal. So many quality of life changes, but it's like what you're saying, I think is like, the hardest thing to do if you're going to create a special game is finding the right ingredients. Tarkov has all the right ingredients. They're just in super messed up quantities. Like, it's way too salty. There's not nearly enough freaking vinegar in it or whatever. And But that, the important thing for, for me to, I guess, remind the viewers from time to time is that is why it's more frustrating because if you go to a brand new restaurant and they serve you something and it's bad, you're not that mad because you're like, I don't like that restaurant. When you go to your favorite restaurant that you only go to once a year, it's your favorite restaurant ever and the service is terrible and they mess up your food. You're more mad about that because you're like, no, 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 no. This is so good. This is normally so good. You bring your friend to the restaurant and you're embarrassed that's what's happening is this is like, you're right. This is a special game. This is my favorite game of all time. And when new people come and I bring them to the restaurant, I'm embarrassed because I know it's so good, but it's too salty. (laughs) It's too like, why did you do that? And that's where it's at, where it's like, I've, I've already seen this on Twitter where people, and I, and I, and I, and I understand it and I understand the Twitter game and I understand the impression farm, but it makes me sad. People are like, Hey, you know, just so you know, every, you know, it, Everyone's going to start complaining in two weeks. Like, hey, I know everyone's liking this wipe, but just prepare for the complain apocalypse. And I hate that because I'm like, of course I am. This game is getting closer and closer to like this most magical experience ever. These core things still suck dick. What do you, do you want me to just be like, oh, they added vaulting. The game is perfect now. <laughs> the AI is shit and I'm going to keep talking about it because I want this game to be good. So it's like. I hate that, but I mean, and because I understand it, some people definitely complain for a living and they, and I, and I hate that, you know what I mean? But it's like, (laughs) but it's like, 
Yeah, I'm right here, you know? But it's like, of course, of course, a month into a wipe, I'm going to be talking more about the faults than the the things it, it, because I just spent the past month gushing over how amazing the recoil is and how amazing the vaulting is. But as I've been saying for literally five years now, you brought up the desync. You mentioned this on stream earlier today where you were like, man, it's still really bad. At the end of the day, in a shooter game where you're risking everything you have on you, if you can't trust what you see and you can't trust what you hear, it's not fun. So the vaulting is incredible. The recoil is incredible. The shoreline recoil is incredible. All this stuff is incredible. But if at the end of all that, we're running into three and a half business day desync, people running up to us, all these audio bugs. Apparently there's an audio bug where if you slow creep on anything not covered in snow, it makes no audio. But if you slow creep on snow, it makes audio. It's like something with how oh, the game is, how the game is like saying this needs snow. There's some audio bug in there too. It's gotcha. like, what what are these what are these people do you, do you want me to not complain to to not worry about cuz well cuz the recoil is better you know what i mean it's like these are different things and i complain not because i hate it but because i love it because this is my favorite restaurant and they messed up the pizza they didn't put enough sauce there's yes. only there's 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 two kinds of people that are upset that are complaining that you're complaining okay there are the people that they just don't like you or the, or they want to be online bullies yeah. or they want to be just punk asses. They're just douchebags, right? And they want to say, you made a mistake no matter what. No matter what happened, they weren't even watching. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they hit play, see that you're complaining, and they just want to say, whatever happened, it was your fault. You yeah. made the mistake. You shouldn't complain because they want you to be mad and you to be at fault. Okay, yeah. there, there are those people and like, fuck those people. Like, they're not worth the air they're not consuming in your room room yeah <laughs> um and then there are people who seem to think that all of the issues with the game are intentional and that if you yeah change want, is bad if you want them to fix the issue that that is somehow catering to your needs. It's making it more easy. It's making it whatever. They they can't see something that's bad or broken for what it is. Yeah. And they're just like, it, it's like the people who have abusive spouses and make excuses for, oh, you know, Johnny's just, he's just having a bad day. When he gets really stressed out when he has a bad day at work, and that's why I have a black eye, right? Yeah. That's... And I'm here sitting here going, you shouldn't like you shouldn't let him hit you. Right. He shouldn't be hitting people like what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Um, it's just. It just blows my mind that that people. I'm sorry, chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just the chat message. Tarkov hits me because he loves me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh sorry. That put made me red. That was so bad. <laughs> yeah. I forgot what I was saying. But, no, I um, feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Like it. The the complaints see there and 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 here's the thing, the the second and the first kind of people, partially they're in response, not to the person with valid annoyances and complaints, but they're in response to another kind of person. Yeah, that they that that is the kind of person that no matter what happens, that person was a cheater or oh there was desync when there wasn't necessarily desync. It's like yeah. they have. 
and I know I know the kind of person that they're talking about. And to some extent, we are all a little bit of that person. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. something shitty happens and you instantly want to try to find some explanation. For sure. Yeah. Um, there are times where if I'm having a bad day, that'll be the first thing I say. Yeah. And now I'm usually like cognizant of it enough to where I can walk it back and be like, no, okay, I'm just fucking having a bad game or whatever. Yeah. Um, but there are plenty of times where like something frustrating is happening and then I die. Yeah. I didn't die necessarily because of the frustrating thing, but you bet your ass that's going to be the first thing I'm going to mauled about. Like why, when I hit shift W, don't I fucking run? Right. They're like, Oh, you're in a bad place. Maybe I was, but, but if the game worked, I could run away and it would be a different thing. Right. Um, so sometimes people are, they're like pre positioned to respond to the type of people that they die and they insta call cheater every time yeah, or they die and yeah. they insta call out desync. And I get it. I, I like, I get the annoyance and the frustration with like, it wasn't that it was, you know, it was you. Yeah. Um, but you really Speaking have cheaters, to, though, you calling out cheaters. I, I'm sorry to end your rant there. But I do want to talk about the profile lookup. Have you seen that, Fair Toss? <laughs> uh, I all, I haven't. All I've seen is now that's all that dominates Twitter is pictures of people with stats that everybody has now come to able to determine based on KD or number of raids survived. Hundred percent cheater or not a hundred percent cheater or whatever and I, I just love it to see what they're wearing me too like yeah. you wait till till the meta like the meta soon will be i put all this stuff in my bag so yep. you can't see what i'm wearing yeah right like i'm wearing a super big bag so you can't see what i'm wearing or i don't have a bag on or something because i don't care about rubles and i just wanted to hide my gear you just when go I'm into using. raid with without without half your shit and with like a butt stock without yeah. no no like apparently a, a apparently it, that's oh, not that's, on the that's be, not on the that would be tube. huge troll. imagine imagine using a 762 gun okay that's a, a great video idea well, that was one and, of the ones i saw was someone who died to a cheater i forget who it was oh you know what it was uh summit who got like one tapped by a dude who had like a mutant with the red buffer tube with no stock on it. And the guy was just like one tapping everybody. And Summit was like talking to his chat and basically being like, yeah, why the fuck else would you be have these kinds of stats go into a raid without a fucking butt stock? And no, it's no. like the answer. The answer is either you're cheating or you want to make it look like you're cheating at which point now that's going to be a thing that is going to be popular enough that yeah. people are going to do it to where you now have to call into question whether or not it's actually sus or not. Yeah. No, what I'm talking about is the game apparently shows your loadout. So when you go to that profile page after you lose to that person, whatever you came in with is what it shows you that person's wearing in that raid. So what I want to do now, and this this is going to be a hilarious thing, is I'm going to bring in like a a garbage VP, like garbage 7.62 gun or garbage something, use the same ammo and just have a shit kit, drop it. And then in my backpack is my real kit where I'm juiced out. And they think I'm just like some random person that one tapped them with this like no like butt stock kind of that's going to be hilarious. I can't wait for that. And, And people will do that. Like what Veritas is saying is the meta will be people some make people look trying like to convince yeah, yeah, yeah. make it look, yeah, they'll yeah. like take and their optic off cams and their arena. yeah and their uh buttstock off in their backpack and as soon as they spawn in put it on the gun and now you have a regular but gun is it a fact that okay someone said no it shows what they're wearing when you look them up 
Um, I don't know. I, to be honest, with I you. don't. I don't know. I have to look that up to see. Like, is it when they kill you? Um, is that what they're wearing? Because a that's a lot of info. By the way, I don't think you should be able to see their kit. That's kind of yeah. That's like, wild. Some, I'm surprised that, no, no, I like, more I people like haven't complained info, about that. I don't know. I feel like the info is so. Uh, I don't know. I, I just don't feel like the information is is going to be relevant even if you go and you spectate and you tell your teammates who are still alive like what they're wearing i don't know i just don't think it fucking matters i think it can i think either way i'm just surprised i haven't seen an uproar about it does that make sense even if it doesn't i feel like the rejection of this kill cam from this certain section of the community i'm just surprised that section of the community hasn't risen up and been like oh my god it's i can see the exact kit that's so unfair like I kind of agree with you that it would be, I think it could be effective in some areas where like you get hit by, you know, 762 by 54R and what I don't hear the guy N knowing he's got a Mosin or an SVT, an SVD, like that determines if I'm going to push him or not. You know, I'll push a bolty because it's like, if you miss, I win, but I don't want to push an SVD. So there might be very few edge cases, but I, I'm, I'm just saying, I don't care if they change it or not. I'm just saying I'm more surprised that I just haven't heard people raging about but that. that's like that's like x blazed does those like um streamers reacting to getting killed by me or whatever or anyone yeah, that does yeah. like you know what i mean like that'll be so funny if that is what happens because then i'm just going to be wearing a janky ass kit with a huge oh backpack my God. and then so you, they will be like this no no there's no way he just tapped <laughs> me like you know what i mean it'll be I, I thought that would be pretty funny. Can, can I ask you guys a question though so i haven't looked funny. at so i'm still not in the know at all all i'm doing actually is this this is wild and i know veritas you probably understand this jesse this is something wild i'm just playing tarkov and not rushing quests so i'm just <laughs> going with the flow i'm understand. not worried about anything i'm really i'm really enjoying it and i didn't understand actually it made this wipe a lot better because as much as we might not want to admit it or other streamers might want to admit it the beginning time of a wipe for every streamer that mains tarkov that plays a lot of tarkov is very stressful because you want to have you want to have a good survival rate to post that on twitter you want to be you know at the same level as you yeah. know a lot of other people or your friends because you want to make sure you're doing the same tasks it's a very stressful time and it and then what happens is i remember one wipe where i was playing with um sneaky rue sneaky okay. russian there yeah and then uh peps and I had the worst wipe day where I had like 20% survival rate. And at this time, I would never play scavs. I would be like, no, I'm just PMCing. It's wipe day. It's what are you talking about, scav? And I would just, I would just poop sock my PMC. And I would if if I had a great time and I had like a couple of wipes where it was like yeah. 80 something percent survival, and I'm like, I'm king of the world. But those times, man, just really ruined the game for for me, at least at least yeah. me. I don't want to talk for everyone here, but for me, so this wipe, I knew I had to do drops because, you know, it's just, it's just a fun opportunity for the community. I always like to give that back to my community and it's a good thing for me too. For sure. And I was playing with a sealable, had some fun at the end. Of course, you know, the last four hours are always like <laughs> you're tired, you're, you're making mistakes. And then I had fun that I played with genitals again, had fun a lot. Um, and the, the there was a day after that where it finally clicked and i think it was because of, there were 12 hour streams that that didn't click yet 
but I did have like a six hour stream or a five hour stream where the time flew by. I was just doing what I wanted. I was just like, I was completing quests, but not like rushing them. And that's when it's like, that's when everything clicks and it just goes and you're just like, okay. But to be honest right now, I am starting to get that fatigue of Tarkov. Like I am starting to get that. Like, yeah, like, Oh, like it's, what is this? Like what's happening here? Like, how did I die? Oh, that guy whipped around the corner. I saw him for literally two seconds, but he knew exactly where I was, but I know it's just decent kind of thing. Right? Like, that is starting to happen and yep. it's not that i'm not loving the game right now it's just i i can feel myself being like i might have to take a break for a couple of streams play something else for, for a bit sure. you know yeah. for sure i feel you i i've been telling veritas like like because I, I get a bloody nose i'll be right back oh god <laughs> be safe yeah be, be safe um i've been telling <laughs> that was just so random i hope he's okay uh, I've been telling Veritas a lot that like I'm in the same boat. So it's like I rushed down max traders. But so last wipe was the first wipe I ever chose to not get Kappa. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to do these stupid quests anymore. And I didn't even de- I didn't even decide that till late. I, I legitimately stopped going for Kappa. I think I had five quests left. Oh, wow. I just wanted to do those five quests so little it was like the guide psycho sniper just like the ones that just like you know the ones you don't want to finish to get the kappa and but so i didn't decide that until late this wipe wipe day because last wipe i was like i'll take a wipe off getting kappa and next Mm -hmm. wipe looks like it's going to be so sick i'm going to just like i'm going to grind and i'm going to get kappa Mm -hmm. wipe day i was like nope I'm just going to get all you wanted was traders. All right? I wanted like, was that's traders. All, you want. all, all you wanted was max traders. And then, and like, and that's why all day on today on shoreline, I didn't have a single quest. I had so much fun because I just didn't yeah, care. Yeah. I just didn't yeah. care. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it was, so I, I definitely feel that. And, and I, I also feel that's when our creativity really starts sparking though, is like, okay, I'll make my own quests. I'll make my own challenges. I'll make my own, you know, I need to do this in 12 hours or I want to try to run this gun and see how it goes. Right. Uh, I I think that's when the creative juices really start flowing as for us content creators. Yeah. And, you know, burnout is like, it's such a thing. And, you know, after DMZ, I got scared shitless. I didn't know what to do. I was lost. And like, and that's when I started like really trying to figure out the creative juices. What am I doing? What am I going? What's what's my what's my content? Yeah. In, in a nutshell. Yeah. And how am I going to bring that to the next game that I'm really interested in playing? Yep. Before we move on, I want to take a quick second and thank BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Uh, we've worked with BetterHelp for a while now. Uh, it's 2024 now. It's the new year, and like we talked about before, I, I, a lot of times we get super focused. A lot of people get super focused on change. Uh, a lot of times that's just because it's a new year and I don't know why we always think that or we're just coming out of the holiday season and getting back to some normalcy. And uh, therapy can be a great way to not only talk about it and get much more reasonable expectations for these huge pressures we put on ourselves early in the year, but also a great way to focus on the successes of things that we are doing. Uh, and so therapy can be a huge tool, especially around this time for a lot of people. For sure, man. Like like speaking personally, if it if it wasn't for the accessibility of BetterHelp as a platform. Um, I I never would have actually committed with <laughs> following through with any of the yeah. like the struggles that I have dealing with the mental health stuff that are very real and far more common than people I think like to admit. Um, 
and are arguably the most important things <laughs> yeah. in life. Um, so given how fast it is, how pain-free it is, whether or not it's dealing with issues like depression, anxiety, whether it struggles with relationships that are like personal, professional, yeah. uh, in your work life, or it's just your own kind of personal development, um, you know, getting therapy with BetterHelp can literally change your life. And uh, what's more important than that? 100%. 100%. So it's awesome. It's it's all online. It's super easy to be able to uh, find somebody that works for you. That's That's been huge for me. That's a huge pain point for therapy, uh, being able to just swap to other people. There's even like notes, being able to communicate with them throughout the week or just say, okay, this is something I want to talk about in our next session. It's online. It's convenient. It's super quick. Uh, so we're very, very thankful to be working with BetterHelp. You can celebrate the progress you have already made this year and visit betterhelp.com slash podcast to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp.com slash podcast. Thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. That dude, I mean like that, um, I've been so interested to talk to you about that because I haven't made that shift at all. Like I started streaming mm -hmm. playing Tarkov and I've just been playing mm -hmm. Tarkov and it's like, I can see a bunch of different games that I would like love to dive into. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I think that's the scariest thing is like bringing, finding a way to bring the same creative energy. Cause it's not like when we started streaming, playing Tarkov. Well, I guess you came from, I think Hearthstone, right? You started streaming Hearthstone. And then uh, you... No, I came from, I, well, yeah. Hearthstone to Warframe to. Okay. to when are we going to play Hearthstone, bud? Dude, I play every night on my phone. Well, not every night, but I play a lot on my phone. I play Battlegrounds. Oh, I love Battlegrounds. I played all rip, the time. Rip classic. I, uh, it, it, but that's you have to pay to win that. You have to pay to win that. Battlegrounds, it's just free. You know, like all the cards are. You know, it's just like auto chat. Their version of you auto have chess. To pay to win. It's I, I was. It was when it was classic. Was just all the like first few sets or whatever from like fucking yeah yeah, yeah seven. Yeah. Oh. So I I still have like. So I'm an OG of Hearthstone. I played it the first month. I have the first month back where it's like, if you have that on your card set, like it's like an OG thing. Oh, damn. Um, I have that. I And, you know, I, I have, I think I have, I think I posted, I have 300 packs to open right now that I just don't, I just don't play the regular game. So I have 300 yeah. packs to open. I have Same. over 3000 gold that I just, I just leave because I, I like playing battlegrounds, but um Sorry, go on with your questions about... Well, yeah, was just, so, like, that. that's... I, like, getting into content creation was such a... just convenient, perfect marriage of, like, I love this game and I want to make content about the game. So there was absolutely yeah. no pressure. But if I were to switch a game right now, there's, yeah. like, those pressures of, like, I really want to play this game, but I can't make good content about that game. So maybe I play a game I want to play less, but because I can make good content about that game. And so like, just how was that transition going from Tarkov to so, DMZ and then from DMZ, I'll, I'll like you were saying, you what's, now what's to going to happen right now whatever. is someone's listening in, in their headphones and, you know, right now. So if I switch games and you switch games, it's very different. Our viewer account, you would still have, a higher viewer count that I do now, right? And a probably but, higher proportion. But but here's the thing, right? This is what I will say to everyone out there that's listening and saying like, Jesse, you can switch games. It's easy, blah, blah, blah. If I go from 200 people to 100 people, I lost 50% of my audience. If Jesse goes from 800 people to 400 people, it's still 50% of his audience. He's not yeah. looking. No streamer is looking at, oh, I still have 
yeah, yeah. The he, th- and that's the same reason Summit got super frustrated. There was a whole bunch of times where, you know, he was pretty open about his viewership uh, a lot of times. And, you know, he went from like 50,000 people and he went down to 15,000 and he started kind of complaining about it. It was something like that. But people don't understand. Yes, boohoo. You only have 15,000 people. But going from that to that is if you look at it in a percentage base, it's still scary because now you're thinking you're getting this much income and yeah. it's already an industry where I'm so um, I'm unsure about what my paycheck's going to be that uh, it is tough. So switching. So I did switch to DMZ, right? So I, I already made one switch, but here's the thing. I didn't have the audience I did with Tarkov. Tarkov had a solid audience. Yeah. I had a solid audience really, you know, it was awesome. And then switching to, you know, the, the Tarkov community, like mocks the COD community. Yeah. Right? It's just, you know, because very it's like, specifically, it's, yeah, very specifically. Yeah. yeah. And then me switching to their survival game. Yeah. And what it was, was it wasn't that that survival game was better than Tarkov, right? No. In the end of the day, it wasn't better. What it was, was different. Yep. And playing a game for four years straight for a job at the end there, I really, I really just, it became work that I didn't want to go to yeah. at all. Yeah. Boohoo. You play video games for a living. I was so miserable Dude, and I, I couldn't you. be fun. I couldn't be myself. So, you know, I got married at this time when DMZ was coming out. Yep. I was on my honeymoon. I watched it a little bit. And then me and my wife, at, you know, now my wife. Um, we had a discussion. I said, you know what? I think I'm going to give it a try. Uh, you know, I did do some balancing, um, I, or I did do some like, re, like kind of just, I'm like, Hey, like this is a free play game. The COD community has way more players. Like this could be a good thing. It was unreal. <laughs> like it was the change was very hard at first. Yeah. Uh, and I was still having fun. Like, that's why I stuck with it, obviously, because I was having fun. Yeah. I, I, the first, uh, update, I was like, oh, this is awesome. And the thing that I really loved about Call of Duty was as a content creator, we want more news, right? And Tarkov, it's like six months, you get news, three months, you get news, if that, and it's not new stuff every three months, it's news you might get, right? Yeah. So what happened was during those times, I would be like, Oh, it's it's a good time for two months, and then it goes down to the dark times for four. Call of Duty updates every every thirty days. There's yeah. a reloaded update for that season, or then the new season, and the new season brings so much stuff. So season two brought a good chunk of stuff where I was like, oh man, yeah, okay, this is good. And then what happened was season two into season three, it got really popular. And what happened was the people that like Tarkov or the idea of Tarkov or can't play Tarkov because it's console started playing DMZ because it was more casual. It was yeah. arcade Tarkov. I called it arcade Tarkov. And then they started bringing out the casual arcade Tark- Tarkov stuff. Barters, you know, like, oh, yeah. you, know, all, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like I made you play it with me one, one day, right? Yeah. Jesse? And, and did you have fun? A hundred percent. I always it, it loved was, DMZ. I, yeah. yeah. I always thought it was super fun. It, it was so good. And, the the sad part is at the end of the day, they just didn't update it. That, dude. Like they just didn't progress with it. And my theory is that I don't think they knew how big of a development team they would need to keep this going and fresh, mm, interesting, and updated. I think it to to make a game like this, I think you need a bigger development studio than they thought. Yeah, and maybe that's why. But 
there was a really strong community around it. And I'm going to be honest with you. If DMZ was still around, I'd be playing DMZ. And I don't know if I'd be playing Tarkov, probably because yeah, this update was like the hype of the hype. So I would come back, but I would still be with DMZ because I just, it was so goofy fun. Like here's a, here's one thing that blows my mind. Actually, I wanted to talk to you guys about this. The fact that I could talk to someone and not worry about a 20 second VoIP countdown, you know, like I can make these stories and not be like, like right now with my scav, I'm trying to make these stories or like trying to have interactions. And it's like, hold on, hold on about I'm my VoIP's about to die. Hold on. Like, and and the fact that like you could just continuously talk and then we had these like like you would have this goofy stuff and I'm yep. I, I'm a slave to cosmetics loved it like I love cosmetics I love that kind of stuff it's goofy fun they had like a police car you could get so you could cosplay as a policeman driving around DMZ wow. and like you know it, it was it was goofy fun that I really enjoyed and content was coming out like crazy now content left for it i had to switch over so i was like i'm at the end of the dmz cycle they weren't updating it for the past two wipes pretty much and i was again i was actually at the wits end of where i was with tarkov with four years yeah because because the system wasn't as deep so if you go if you go like 120 days without really much new stuff on a not deep enough yeah i see what you're saying you know, so I was like, I can't play this anymore. But then, you know, zombies came out. I I, I liked it, but I didn't like it. Yeah. it. It was what it was. Then I went to Warzone. I was like, okay, I'll try Warzone. You know, I've gotten used to this Call of Duty stuff. I got used to the shooting. I like, I like the community. I really do like the community. I'll try it out. I hate it. I, I hate <laughs> BRs. Warzone. I hate BRs. And I say it time and time again. I don't like BRs because... You can get eight kills, nine kills. You can you can be playing so well. Unless you come in first, you're a loser. And that's not a good feeling. I don't care yeah, who you are. You. It's not a good feeling to not win the BR. And that's what I loved about Tarkov. There's multiple winners. Uh, a 70-year-old could play Tarkov. And if they're just quiet, they can win as much as the Chad yeah, can, yeah, right? Yeah. So I love that aspect. But switching was so difficult. And it yeah. was actually the first time ever where... I started making more money on my YouTube than I did on my Twitch. Dude, I saw there was like somewhere in the middle. You, you just started crushing, making yeah, some. Yeah, it, it was in the YouTube middle videos. where I was like, and that opened my eyes. I always so it's a little different because the the payouts for Tarkov content is different from like the CPM. Is it CPM? Yeah, yeah. the CPM on Call of Duty is different from the CPM on uh, Tarkov and or on Call of Duty is different from Tarkov. And it's by quite a bit. Like, I, I won't lie to you. It's quite a bit. So, like, me becoming successful w- was awesome. And the other thing I found was I started really making kind of, like, story-based content with DMZ. And it, it was kind of, uh, I, I don't know. I, I just felt more comfortable doing it there. And it, it, it people liked it. People were yep. really watching 20-minute videos of me talking and and, you know, narrating why I'm doing this, why I'm doing that. And that's what I'm... You know, uh, spoiler alert, and to shout myself out, I am starting to bring on YouTube now. Like I'm, I'm, I spent seven hours on this like minute and a half intro from an next video that's coming out. Hopefully tomorrow. I doubt it because I'm exhausted now. <laughs> um, but uh, I, um, I'm probably going to put it out Monday then because you don't you don't mess with the Saturday and Sunday when the when the <laughs> football is happening. I'll tell you that much. Your views will go yeah. down. 
So, but like, I'm, I think what I am now is I'm like trying to learn content because I can see how great YouTube can be. Like I, it's just like, holy shit, it can be amazing. And the reach you get from it. Like I always knew the reach from Tarkov, but like when it's pumping and it's really promoting you, holy crap. Yep. Yep. No, dude, I, it's like, well, first of all, I always thought DMZ was amazing and fun. And I was like, it was a lot like the cycle frontier where it just didn't, Shame. it just didn't. Yeah. I expect your community to be like that. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, hundred percent. That, that, that whole, like, I hated that whole, like, COD Tarkov thing. Like it, whatever. It, it wasn't. Everyone was excited until yeah. it wasn't what they wanted. Yeah. Right? It Everyone was, was so pumped until it was like super yeah. bare bones. But like, and, yeah. there are things there, that... there were, they were pumped until they saw what it was and it wasn't exactly Tarkov. Yeah. It was better. Yeah. And deserves to be mocked. There are things yeah. that DMZ did so much better than Tarkov does it. Like I, I, I'd rather have COD DMZ's AI than Tarkov's AI. Like I felt it was, it, it fulfilled a power fantasy where you could actually feel like you're this powerful dude, but at the same time you couldn't just ignore them. Like you could die to the AI super yeah. quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think something like that, like I, to me, you hit the nail on the head. When you talk about, like, I was thinking about this earlier, too, with, like, the quests in Tarkov. And they just make these, like, super long, arbitrary quests. And they're so annoying. And everybody hates them. And everyone's complaining about setup. I was complaining about setup. And all these weird things. And it's like, it feels like they're just trying to fill time. Like, they're like, oh, God, we have to fill the player's time with something. Even if it's just arbitrarily kill 87 scav with left toe shots with a TT. You know what I mean? It's like... But what I what something I feel like that ju- they just miss that just goes right over their heads is how important something that simple is. The VoIP timer just kneecaps human experience. Like I just you can't have a conversation with somebody without every literally every time just being like, hold on, sit, and then it cuts, and they're like, did yeah. your mic cut out? And you have to wait five seconds before you can talk again. And it's just so it just drives me crazy. And like another thing DMZ did really well. That me and Veritas have actually multiple times outlined exactly how this could work in Tarkov and how beneficial it would be is uh, the handshake of I invite you to my party. You say yes. We're friends now. I don't have to worry about you betraying me like like some sort of party system like that where like I could actually invite him to the squad. We were talking about that in the context of like PMC Karma where like. You know, you know, if if we do some sort of invite and you accept in raid and then you betray me like you can, but you lose PMC karma or whatever. But it's like stuff like that. That can be what fills the player's time. That's like that's how Daisy's still around. But here's the thing. But at the same time, that kind of stuff introduces other problems. Oh, yeah. I know there was like the six mans and stuff like that. No, not even that. Not even six mans. Like, let's let's forget about the six mans. The pro a huge percent of that player base. If you PVP'd, you were toxic. Yeah. Yeah. Because why? Like, why won't you just group up with me? I'm just doing tasks. Yeah. Why do you have to PVP me? We can be friends and we can make a group. And for sure, it did become the first time where I was like, well, it's a PV. Like, I'm uh, why are you making me feel guilty about playing a PVP or playing PVP in a Call of Duty game. Like, yeah. that is wild to me. Yeah, you're not wrong. And, of course, I was always solo, so I was always against, like, uh, there were other solo players, but it would always be me against either another person or me against a the team. Squad, and yeah. it's just always, like, it's not like I have a six-man roaming the squad, right? Yeah. People did that, roaming the map and and just be having a death squad, right? But 
that kind of stuff would introduce stuff where it's like, why won't you just like befriend me? Like, why can't we just be friends in Tarkov? Like, why can't you just do this? I mean, you're definitely not wrong. We literally saw that with scavs, right? Like scavs used to be 2017, 2018. It was just kill everything. No, like, yeah. Kill a scav to get a pilgrim, kill days. a scav, yeah. kill a pilgrim. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like, now it's like, you human piece of trash. I voiped <laughs> at you. You kill me, you scav, Carmel. What a dick. You know what I mean? And and I'm not, I get it. I get it. But well, I'm saying to say that, like, you're right. We saw that transition happen with scavs mm -hmm. in Tarkov. So you're right that that, you know, could happen. But I just say all that to say DMZ did some things that were great. And uh, I was sad to see it. The yeah, it, it just didn't make sense. Like they have, they had so much money, and like it's not like the community of DMZ. I know the, the see the BR community and the the DMZ community kind of bashed heads because they implemented things for the DMZ that had to be implemented implemented to like BR. Yeah, I'm just hoping that one day, like it's Infinity Ward's little brainchild. So I'm hoping when infinity war does the next cod game it's like their zombie mode right so oh, like oh yeah you know, treyarch has zombies infinity Ward will do like a dmz mode but um you know i think with like this year coming out we have i think i counted like at least six extraction royales coming out you know that <sighs> that are like looking good yeah. you know and some that are like on the on the fence of extraction royale like pioneer yeah. And once human where it's not really an extraction yeah. well, but it still has that that same kind of like you get that feeling of crafting and stuff like that. And uh, PVP, there's areas where you can PVP. So there's a lot coming out. And I'm really excited. I think what my focus, though, is, is just to start like, OK, this is kind of the content I want to make. I want to make this story based content. Yeah. I want to like my biggest thing is I'm the tutorial guy. Always have been the tutorial guy. How do I still be the tutorial guy while having a story in there? Yeah. and having some fun uh you know i'll still do tutorials straight up but you know i still want to make stories and yeah for sure yeah well you one of the things you're gonna have to i don't want to say gonna have to get used to but i think one of the things that will be become more obvious the more new games you get into is how just how many people would defer to the guide tutorial content and how very quickly that can be like almost commoditized in a way where it's mm. like the moment something new comes out they write it on the wiki 27 content creators yeah. up and coming dudes new younger whatever all have a guide that is basically a parrot copy pasta of here's how you do x yeah and you and once I, like i think and i've seen enough of your content to know that like just like jesse you guys both make fantastic beginner new player guide content thank you but just like jesse's story content you yeah. can also excel and succeed with more of that in a way that isn't so cookie cutter yeah mm -hmm. that's uh, that some of the beginner stuff is now now that is isn't for me to say that like 
all beginner guide or tutorial content is cookie cutter. Yeah. If you're doing like, here's a build guide or like quest guide or whatever, then yeah, maybe that's a little bit, can be a little bit more cookie cutter, right? But when it comes to like, um, I, I can't think of any of your guys' stuff off the top of my head, but like I have the like, here's how you get good. And it yeah. was more of a less generic and more of yeah. a like, this is a Veritas way of doing things. Yeah. I think like the geeks way of doing things or the Jesse's like those, those videos definitely have like their unique kind of staying power to yeah. them. Um, but I, I see us in the future, especially when you've got AI generated, you know, you have AI mass generated bullshit yeah. coupled with a, a million new YouTubers who all want to make it. And they, Take a wiki page, shove it, uh, yeah. shove it through fucking Chat GPT, and ha have a beginner's guide for every fucking thing. And they've got twenty of them on day one. Yeah. Versus geeks telling a story about an experience in a yeah. game or or something. I, I don't know. I, I see that stuff having the but, real value but, long term. Yeah. Every content creator here will know that as good as tutorial content is and how easy of clicks it is and how easy of like you can fall down that rabbit hole it doesn't bring you the the viewer base because what happens is yeah. do you have a guide for them no you don't have that guide that's all i'm looking for yeah or, yeah you yep. know what i mean like they're not there for you like and i know this is inside baseball but i love talking content with content creators yeah and you know something i learned early on is like okay i make all these guides get all these subs and it was going well i was making you know some dough and you know, I'd have some people come in and they would, they do know your name. You become a household name. But th where I got in trouble was I was the beginner guide guy. But what happens when they're becoming the intermediate guy? They're not thinking of you. You're putting yeah. up content for all these beginners. Yeah. And then, you know, you do put out intermediate stuff, but like maybe they find someone else or they're like, okay, I'm not a beginner anymore. I'm super lab Chad guy now, or that's who I want to yeah. be. So I'm going to go to super lab, lab Chad guy. So like I can sell them on, I, I can bring them up like a little, like a little baby moose, you know, yeah. <laughs> which by the way is called a meese. If you guys don't know that it's a meese, a little baby meese. Um, <gasps> so cute. <laughs> Jesse, dude, you're so gullible. It's not a meese. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, there's no so. Anyways, um, so, but like, I wanted it to be real. Jesse, I wanted Jesus. it to be real. I know it's. I not. wanted to be a little meese, little baby meeses. Uh, but like, you're in their head as you're the beginner guy. You're not the, or at least this was. This is just all me, guys. Just yeah. to let you know. This is my experience on how I had to change. Is is you become the just that guy to them and yeah. not the your geek say your yeah geek say the, the beginner guide when i need to know how to do guides or gunsmiths or how to do this or that you're not the i like your personality kind of guy you just do things really well you know yeah no i completely yeah, I mean, what, agree go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> i was gonna say i mean like what what worked for me because oh. I, I i wanted to make a lot of beginner-esque stuff and the, the, but the problem was, is that, A, if, if you make a beginner guide on any one thing, A, you're going to be competing with 27 people yeah. who are going to be making a guide every three months, a new guide. And do yeah. I really want to make a new guide, the same guide? Three months later, here's how I start the wipe. 
yeah. fucking wipe one, two, three, four, five, you know, whatever. In his latest video, right? So yeah. maybe, maybe yeah. you do, maybe you don't, right? I, to me, that's not like creatively fulfilling, even though mm -hmm. it's basically like a free, easy paycheck that I don't have to think about. Yeah. But like, that's not what I'm in for. Um, so, and then also you make a beginner guide video the beginners are only beginners for so long and then sometimes yeah. they get the vibe like they've moved on past your beginner stuff so they start looking for more yeah. then they're watching all of the giga chad running around you know for basically sure. i the what i wanted to pivot to was i want to make content that nobody else makes where there's nobody uh, there's because there's no competition and because people don't have this knowledge or this expertise and like yeah Still to this day, there really aren't people that are doing the Comtax videos that are oh, doing yeah. the in-depth. Yeah, and there there are some that do like the science for sure videos. Although I still I still like take pride in mine having an essence behind them that is like <laughs> basically you have people that are saying. I, I when I do the videos, it's this is the science and I'm putting up and, sh you know, put up and shut up. You want to like dispute what my findings are? By all means, come peer review it. Let's do the science. Like, yeah, come at me in a way. But like, these are definitive answers. Yeah. And here's the, the receipts behind it. And everyone else says, here's some science and here are the findings. But I don't know. I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't yeah. know, you know, and, you know, and for good reason, because they don't need to or necessarily want to put in the effort to yeah. be able to stand in front of it and be like okay now what you know yeah um which like i can i can respect um but i don't know i think there's there's value in that and that's the kind of thing that is going to keep our jobs alive when yeah. there's 7000 ai bots generating every possible content you can think of when i'm making content that only i can make yeah and I think the that low, that's what content creators need to say to themselves. The low if they hanging really fruit survive. is what is what all that stuff is coming for first. Exactly like you said, it's like it, like you said, it's the easiest thing. If you're going to have an AI make a video for you, the easiest thing is to input a wiki page and make it a beginner guide, right? It's not to make cinematic narrative content. There might be a day that that you know AI can do that, but so yeah. I completely support and agree with that decision to like to to transition to more narrative story driven content. I think that's exactly what I'm doing. What I've learned over the past year is that like multiple different types of content can exist on your channel. Like you know what I mean? Like I've done tons of beginner guides. Uh you know what I mean? I do. Mm -hmm. I think I have 400 now highlight videos, which are literally just stream highlights edited in a funny way by my brother. I have um, intermediate guides. All my lessons from beyond the grave is like a much more in-depth, like let's talk for 20 minutes about why I should, why you shouldn't left-hand swing and like intermediate PVP. If you really want to get better at PVP, let's break this down. And then I have a 90 minute video that's the story of me and Valian firing up fresh accounts. And we're saying, when we die, we delete these accounts. How long can we last? And it took two months to edit. It was an uh, hour and a half long video. And it's my third highest viewed video of all time. And my highlight videos haven't died as a result of that. My beginner guides haven't died as a result of that. They all like, 
I that was I think my biggest fear for a, for a long time. If I move away from this, I have to move away from it. I have to stop because if I make multiple different like then nobody's going to watch it. And I think that's what I've learned over the past year is that like the algorithm does a good job if the video is I don't know. So, so at least for me, so like I've found success in all those different areas. And so I've been like really trying to grab that by the balls this wipe and like make the beginner content, make the wipe related content, make the that stuff because it is mm-hmm. uh it's easier to churn it out. But in the background, me and Frankie for the past two months have been working on another 90 minute narrative story driven video that should be launching next week. I know I said that last week, but it should be launching next week. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm trying to do that. And I think like I just completely agree. It's 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 funny how we all kind of like arrived at that separately. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I definitely agree that that's the future, not the future, but that's like it's just it goes back to what you're talking about, like. That's how where that's how people cross that threshold into being like, dude, I want to see a geeks video. Like when JLK posts a new DayZ video, it's like, I want to watch it yeah. because JLK makes insanely good. I haven't played I played DayZ seven minutes my whole yeah. life. You know what I mean? But I'll watch that because I'm like, JLK makes amazing DayZ videos. You know what I mean? Yes, so yeah, that's I how we cross no that threshold. In DayZ content, but I'll watch a JLK video. Yeah. 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 Because it's amazing. Yep. So uh or it's just like I don't like Rust, but I'll watch a lot of Rust creators. I watch you know what I mean? so much. Wellen, Rust. Wellen's fantastic. I've ne- I've stepped foot in Rust for like five minutes, got called the N word, and then I was like, mm, I'm done with this one. I think, and um, you know, I, I think uh, I, I think that's it's. You know what the scary part is? I'm not scared. I think to make different content for the game I'm playing. I think the scary part is going to be when you start making content for another game oh, for sure, mixing that into your content. And I think you just got to start like, and, and you don't have to ask start me, what I'm saying. Ask is, me anything. <laughs> yeah. But like you, you just got to like, you, you, you know, or here's, here's another thing that I'm kind of like in my head about, do I put short form content on there? Like, is it good? Right? Like is short form content, beneficial on youtube or is it just inflated views that now are going to these subscribers that don't like long-form content and aren't clicking it oh you mean like shorts like actual shorts on youtube yeah yeah like oh yeah. dude i'm i'm a huge i think that's i think it's a huge w short form content yeah yeah you think it's your proponent yeah because i literally what i do is every time i every single short i've posted um i there's a little box that says do not notify my subscribers of this and i just click that so you don't get a if you're a sub. No, no, no. So, uh, so you're thinking of it the opposite way though. I'm saying you get this info. So what happens is you'll get yeah. fifty thousand. Say you have fifty. Say out of all your subscribers, fifty thousand of them yeah are short form content, but they like short form content. So yeah, your YouTube when the, you put out a long form video could be putting it out to the short form uh, yeah. viewers, and then they're saying, oh that you know what, the, his subscribers aren't liking it as much as usual now. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're not clicking on it as much. As- it, it depends. I guess it depends. Like, I know what you're yeah. saying. And, and I, I, it's the same thing for me where I haven't been making, like, a bunch of Tarkov content. I've been making a lot of non-Tarkov content. Yeah. But I have a bunch <laughs> of highlights I could be making into shorts. But I have the same kind of thought where I feel like if I did Tarkov highlight shorts... Mm-hmm. That that could hurt the performance of any videos I put yeah. out after that yeah. because because those short yeah. subs are not are going to engage 
a little bit and then click away, hurting the performance of any, whether it's Tarkov or non-Tarkov, long-form content. And and the answer is it really depends, and it and it depends yeah. on it depends on your content and those people and how like those Venn diagrams all meet. Yeah. If you could be making content, you could be making short content that the short subscribers are more likely to engage in a in a helpful way. Yeah. You, they might be like, I'm not necessarily interested in this, but actually, this looks interesting. And all of those people who engage with your shorts now like the long form stuff, which then just gets you more subs, more engagement, whatever. And you know, I, it could snowball or the opposite. It really depends on the kind of content yeah. you make. I think that I'm. I mean, I definitely think that there's a part of that. Like, if you if your channel was exclusively four hour documentaries, like the Billy Mitchell documentary and mm -hmm. Tarkov shorts. Like there was nothing in between. I think that maybe it would have uh, a thing, but I think in in channels that like I think like for me or or for geeks, I, I I'm wholly unconvinced that shorts. If I get a short, it does 10 million views. I get five thousand subs. That those like I just I don't think it. I think it has an incredibly negligible effect on the performance of my long term videos. You think it's going to be positive? So because it's, it's here's funny. the thing. The reason okay, why sorry. I want I want to say the reason why. No, I'm sorry. The effect that it has would be potentially a video that was going to get 50,000 views gets 30,000 views. But I don't think it can affect, I don't think it can be the difference between a video that was going to get a million views gets 30,000 views. Because what determines if your video gets a million views is almost exclusively do people that are not subscribed to you like it. Does that make sense? It's yeah, yeah. like virality comes from showing your content to new people. So I so but I think that's a slice though, of the pie. Those impressions though can be um if you put out a video, a long form video, and yeah. and your subscribers are going to be the ones that are most likely to click it within the first 24 hours. Yeah. If they're not engaging with it. It, I, that almost guarantees it's I don't going think it to works fizzle. that way. I don't think it works that way. I'm almost positive so, it does. So, but I, I think I it works. I think it shows your video to 100 people. 50 of them are subs, and 50 of them aren't. And if all your subs don't click on it, but all 50 of the people that aren't click on it, it keeps rolling, and it shows it to those people more. I think it like I don't think it's where it shows it to 100 of your subs and then it determines it after it. No, 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 no. I think no, it shows it thing. to three different groups of people, and if one group of people responds really well, then it widens that range. So, hold on, two seconds. That, that's, there, 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 I, I have a, I have a case sample for this. I have a case. There are so many Call of Duty people that have seven hundred thousand subscribers, yeah. and get less than ten thousand views sure. on their long form videos, for sure. And what they say now to do is, you should be. There's a button to click. That you talked about it. Yeah. Notify your subscribers. Yeah. You click that and you unclick that for your long form videos. They're doing that now. That's because, insane. Yeah. Yeah. So they're saying now, if you make your content, and this is just what they said. Yeah. If you're, if you cut your teeth on, I don't even know where I said that twice now in this podcast. Like I've <laughs> ever said that before in my life. So if you cut your teeth, yeah. get the fuck out of here. I love Dude, it. Dude, Canadians are weird. Uh, so if you made your bed 
<laughs> just looking for things like I'm just trying to try these different. But if you if you but if you grew your channel from yeah. shorts, a lot of people now are saying, hey, what you should do is not notify your subs about yeah. your long form content, which in my mind is onco. But yeah, I, I, again, this isn't a problem like you and I or Veritas would have. I don't think like yeah. it's just it's just something I think about because as a content creator, it's a game of chess where I'm like, OK, I have to move this and then yeah, do I move this? Sure. And, and especially because I've went from like I've been just swinging the past two years. My numbers have just been swinging and I'm like, I'm now saying to myself, do am I enjoying my content? Do I like my content? If the answer is yes, just keep going because that's all that I need. Yeah, to do I is, feel that is, in, is, is I like because that's how I started. How did I start? Yeah. OK, gunsmith videos. How would I want them seen? Do I like them? And then you just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel you. It's all a mess for sure. Right. Like I have no idea. None of us really know how the algorithm works. But I think I think in the sense of like. If if the content is all around a similar thing, like you were saying, if it's gaming content and it's all gaming content, and you're making vi- you know long form videos about games and short term vi- short form content about the similar games, mm-hmm. I I'm I'm wholly unconvinced it can do much damage. Um, I'm very willing to be proven wrong there, but I think the I think the benefits outweigh the risks for posting short form content. And the other the other thing is like. I think YouTube is of is one of the sites where very few people I am pulling this out of my ass. So there's I'm not like this is just I'm making this up, right? But I feel like YouTube is a is a place where very few people engage with it in a, only one way. Like I watch 10-minute videos and I watch hour and a half long videos and I watch 3-hour videos. I don't really watch shorts on there, but No me neither. So yeah. I I don't think people that watch shorts only watch shorts. I think there's five different lengths of video, average lengths of video on YouTube. And I think most users watch three different lengths. You know, not everyone watches everything. So like, I don't think people that watch shorts only watch shorts. I think they watch shorts in certain times of their day when they're on the freaking toilet or whatever. And then when they're on their lunch break, they might watch a 10 minute video. And then maybe later at home while they're working on something else, they might watch an hour long video. And so I think the double or triple dip there is worth you try any benefit. It uh, was worth any risk of like a short going viral and then that negatively affecting the channel. Do you try to make all your shorts under six seconds so you can use them on TikTok and YouTube and shorts? I actually, we intentionally do the opposite. Every single short has a minute plus version and a short and a 60 second version. Whoa. That's wild. It's new. Crazy. I just started doing that. I just started doing that. With uh, Frankie? Mm-hmm. Because the yeah. TikTok creative program pays... Oh, It pays see, I, okay. 40x. Yes. 30x so what a... We don't get paid here. Shorts. That's why I don't care. Dude, you're, oh my God, I forgot about that. That's only the US. Yeah, That's yeah. the most bonkers thing in the world. Yeah, Guys like, don't get paid. Dude, Mr. Gibbon would be making a million dollars a day. Homie pulls 400k every day on his shorts, and he lives in Ireland. He can't get paid from TikTok. It's true, and that's mind blowing to me. Yeah, literally yeah. on on YouTube Shorts, it's three cents. I know, no YouTube Shorts, thousand, but that's why I don't focus on short form content. And on TikTok, I, it's ninety yeah. cents. 
That's crazy. Yeah, that's literally see, I have a finite like amount of time. 30 I have finite amount, so I'm like, yeah, I, I'm just like, if I make a short, I should make it so it's 60 seconds or less, so I could put it on both platforms. For sure. But if I was getting paid, I would be, yeah, more incentivized to be like, oh, I gotta start hitting yeah. TikTok, but I don't care because it's I, like that makes total I, the, sense. The, the investment of time right now is very important to me. Yeah, that makes total sense. I still can't figure out why my TikTok got banned. <laughs> That's so <laughs> You're banned on TikTok? Dude, TikTok I, is I mean, like I, I don't know. Valiant gets banned on TikTok like every other day. <laughs> bro, I had I literally had like three power washing fucking with my own music playing in the background, like lo fi. And like I went to go log in one day and it was like this account like was banned and I never got an email. Oh, they're really bad. What you should you should reach out know, to a know. couple of companies. I can send you some 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 names of some people if you really want. Text me and um, I mean I I don't really care. Yeah, uh, okay. uh, uh, like make that ninety x though. You know what I'm saying? Making that ninety yeah. x. I mean, I, I haven't. I made short it form just, content without like three saying, years ago. With without saying the number or anything like that, I'm not going to ask. But is it like it's pretty crazy what TikTok can do? It's crazy what TikTok can do. I haven't touched into that yet. Um, Money wise, no. Yeah, oh. well, just like I haven't, I haven't had the views, right? Like it's, it's crazy. Oh, I mean, I mean, gotcha. you can, you can extrapolate it, right? If you're making between eighty and ninety cents, and then I know people that are pulling down three, three hundred thousand to a what million is it, views. Ninety cents every thousand, thousand views? views. I know people that are pulling gotcha. three hundred thousand views every video, every day. Yeah, like it's yeah. nuts. I don't pull 300,000 views on my videos. I had yeah. one video hit 300,000 views on wipe day. Um, but like my TikToks do anywhere between, you know, five and 20,000 views on average. And we just started doing that about a month ago, trying to make them a minute long. So I'm still, we're still tinkering with the sauce of what makes a good mm -hmm. minute and a half long. It's so funny because long form content wins. What's, What's the avenue you're making content on? Make the longest possible content on that avenue. Veritas just posted a four-hour documentary that is for sure gonna hit a million views now. I need we need to talk about that for a second after this. For for sure gonna really? hit a million views I have now. To Google this. And it's crushing four-hour documentary, right? But the, and the same thing is happening on TikTok. You can post videos up to five minutes long. 10, 20, 30 second TikToks these days, bomb. And Mr. Gibbons four, three and a half minute or Ash, Ash is crushing on TikTok. Yeah. Ash's three minute Daisy video crushes. So it's like long form story driven content always wins. And so um, so that's so I'm trying to figure out how to get that into TikTok more. Dude. Vera says, what happened? All I know. 70. Yeah. Oh, moist, moist, moist critical. Moist critical. Carl drops called it, uh, called it out. Well, so what happened was oh, Twin Galaxies so and Billy, they settled their lawsuit. Yeah. Um, I heard they reinstated his scores. Is that fake? Or is that like a long story? It's okay. So they, they, that's a typical fucking Billy Mitchell yeah. lie. Okay. Um, they, 
put his scores back on their historical database, which is effectively, and this is what Carl said in his video, it's effectively the Wayback Machine. Gotcha. But he's okay. still banned from the leaderboards, okay. and, he's and his scores are not officially there. Okay. okay. They reinstated his scores, and then, like, in really small print asterisk on the uh, secondary uh, yeah, historical yeah. database that basically just shows that but this is what the score was in 2014. But he's, but he's innocent. It's so stupid. Billy should be on that leaderboard. Dude, <laughs> I just if you were I, I just serious, a, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Bear, Bear's also showing me it at TwitchCon. He's like, he's like, check this out. You can see these frames, and I was like, dude, this is way above my nerd knowledge. And I just knew that would trigger you for a second. Thank you for entertaining so, my dude. My, somebody my, just in chat the other day was like, Jesse, click this link. And I click the link and it's timestamped and I see moist critical and literally they, whoever in chat sent me the link, dude, timestamped it perfectly. I click the link. It went full screen and I hear moist critical's voice. As soon as I click it, here is a four hour video definitively proving. And I see your video up on screen and moist critical down in the corner, definitively proving Billy Mitchell is. And I was like, I just, I got so happy. Oh my God. It's so sick. And so, like that that graph, I, I, I'm just uh, gonna I'm just gonna show the fucking analytics, because um, oh. because I, I I I literally like this is, I oh, think this is like so educational. Sick, I don't I don't care, uh, that like people can see, uh, it's it's largely meaningless to me, but oops. Um, Holy shit! You made a million dollars from this video. Bank statements? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god! You made nine hundred thousand dollars. Why is it? How'd you lose subs? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. Jeez, why is this not working? Um. Hello. Hello. I'm, Hi. A, I'm a car. <laughs> Is this gonna fucking bro? Why? <laughs> what the fuck? You had All a right. pog champ on there earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't know why it's not working now. Oh. <laughs> well. All right, dude. I guess they don't want me to fucking show the analytics. Um. How many subs did you get from it? How many subs? Fifty-five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's awesome. <laughs> and, and and like the the, 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 the line is like this yeah like a 45 yeah. and then moist critical like and, and then it's like yeah it's just like a jagged line up yeah uh, that's awesome. okay i wanted i wanted okay how much do you think so seven hundred thousand views what yeah. would you guess would be the revenue so that's very tough though yeah. because you have a four-hour video how many ads are in that I have no idea. Four dude. hours and whatever the whatever the default whatever the default fucking okay uh, the default Ooh. and what's not, average watch time not in like a specific game like this is like a documentary I know I know I just need average, to know average. view duration is forty eight minutes holy That's shit insane dude wow okay I'm hmm okay um forty eight minutes. I want to say, I want to say $4,000. 48 minutes? More. More than 4,000? Okay, that was me low. Like, yeah, it's six. almost triple. It's almost triple that. 
twelve thousand dollars. It's a, it's at eleven right now. And you know the sad and the sad thing about that is, if you take ninety days, you like it. It's still like fourteen dollars an hour or something. Like yeah, if yeah, you yeah. actually break it down, yeah. Um, with what's the time I spent on it? Okay. But what's the average percentage views? I guess forty-eight minutes would be twenty-one percent. That's oh. fascinating. You want to know something crazy? Because I looked up my the longest video I made is the Iron Man video. What do you think mm -hmm. the average percentage viewed is? Twenty-one uh, percent. Oh, there you go. But mine's <laughs> ninety minutes. Is that just like the magic number where like enough people drop off? Anyways, yeah, mine's tw twenty point eight. I what, rounded oh, up. What do you mean twenty-one percent watch the whole thing? Average, no, average percentage views. Like the like basically just as a percentage, most people watch twenty percent of the video. What's the hold on? Where do I find this? Where do I find this? Because I'm doing the the beginner guide now. One with at the 50 second mark, how many people like clicked away? Like, what's your uh, percentage at 50 seconds or what? The first number so, it lets you click. Mine's two minutes and 20 seconds. Oh, it because 30, it's so long. The graph is like it's 39 percent. Still watching or 39 percent left. So, 72 so percent of viewers are still watching around the 30 second mark. Damn. 72. Wow. And there's Damn. 60 percent wow. are still watching. Oh, wait, sorry. Seventy percent crazy. At the two minute mark, bro. My Iron Man video. Fifty-two percent are watching at fifty seconds. <laughs> I had almost forty-eight yeah, percent like, of the people yeah, bailed in the first. The beginner seconds. guide. I'm at 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 like twenty-four seconds. I'm at fifty-nine percent. But my average percentage viewed thirty-two percent. That's actually crazy. And that video is like, what, an hour long, hour and a half? No, 40 minutes. 40, Average okay, duration, okay, okay, 13 okay. minutes. Yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah. Dude. Oh, there we go. Oh, shit. Yes, you see that Morse critical jump at the end. That's yeah, right awesome, dude. That's so awesome. Congratulations, 40, dude. That's huge. 48 minute average duration. I can't believe that. Is that's crazy. What the, yeah. Past forty-eight hour views. When did the most critical shut you out? It was like yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Oh, okay. That's why it's like eighty thousand. Boom. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna um, be. You're gonna hit. Your, is this gonna be your first mill video? Yeah, yeah. I don't that's think I awesome. have any that have a mill. Um, this. The interesting awesome. thing is, is that like so. I've been between seven hundred and a thousand. Like I've been looking at this number. This number has yeah, been like yeah. a big indicator. Um, it's and it's so funny. You compare that to my recent tarkov arena is busted video mm -hmm. that's it has like seventy eight thousand, and it's made like a hundred and eighty dollars yeah 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 and it's like it uh well go to like scale. cpm on this like go to go to revenue what's the cpm on it where does it say that on the revenue on the left tab on the left of the this you'll see monetization sorry or no it'll go analytics oh, no, but it'll analytics be and then monetization yeah Revenue. Revenue. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is inside baseball. $29. Oh, Holy my shit. mouth, dude. <laughs> dude. That's wild for wow. For, uh, yeah. It's, CPM, it's, $29 yeah. is uh, that's way better than Call of Duty, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Revenue for every 1k views RPM 14. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think uh Tarkov's like 10. Yeah, my uh, these, like, my Iron Man video was seven. Seven? Mm -hmm. so wait, CPM or RPM? 
CPM. <coughs> uh, Playback base cost for every thousand views. It says on revenue when you go down. How much advertisers pay since oh, uploaded? Oh yeah, 10, 10, 10, 10. Sorry, 10, I look at I look yeah, at yeah. RPM more frequently now. Yeah. Why RPM? Huh? Why RPM? Uh, because uh, C- that's more realistic. RPM is literally how much you get paid per thousand oh, views. CPM is how okay. much the advertisers pay, but then Google takes their cut, right? So RPM is gotcha. just directly how much I make per thousand views. Um, so this is fourteen. RPM. Yeah. Wow, what was what was yours? The uh, like a, one of my recent videos that hit a hundred thousand views. That was like a Tarkov like a wipe video was five dollar RPM. Yeah. My Iron Man video, the ninety minute, was seven. So it's double. Hmm. That's crazy. It's actually interesting. I'm surprised it's only double considering it's a four hour video. Yeah, in a slightly different. I, I'm actually surprised it's not like quadruple. I wonder if it's because it's categorized under gaming still, because it's like a gaming centered thing, and gaming just tends to trend on the lower side. You know, I specifically like didn't choose Donkey Kong. Yeah, as like the game, and it's in like the Donkey Kong like 1981. Yeah, yeah they do so, like their auto content ID stuff it. is crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was. A, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you met Eric, my good friend. Yep. Uh, yeah, dude, his like his CPM and RPM will make you guts. throw up. Really? Because he does true really? crime stuff, and it's like his CPM oh, and RPM are like six x. Veritas's CPM and RPM of that, Whoa. like it's insane. True crime goes crazy. So then I, so then I should make the oh video. Oh my god, that I, I didn't know that. about dude, true crime goes like advertisers will I pay like forty dollars CPM on true crime stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy. All right, now I de- now I definitely know what I'm doing my next video. On. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, most of my my Tarkov stuff's getting about four dollars, like three ninety four RPM. That's what it's about yeah. is four dollars yeah. RPM. Most of my stuff, like my highlight videos and stuff like that, are yeah around there, somewhere between three and five, depending. Yeah. Um, crazy, 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 crazy. Um, well, I love how we got into like the nitty gritty content. Yeah. And I know there's gonna be some people that really love it though. for sure. So I'm a, happy a, for a lot of people really love yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's uh it's cool to see. And it's it's cool. I feel like it's cool for people to see a little bit, you know, the peek behind the curtain of how like how we think about it. And then obviously, you know, we talk about this all the time. It's good for us to have people to talk to about it. You know what I mean? Like that reminder <sighs> that I don't have enough. I don't have, I don't like I need to talk more in the same boat to you guys about it. Yeah. Because it's just like especially me getting back into this and just like trying to try different stuff and yeah. You get down. You get so down on yourself, eh? Sure. Tell me about like, it, bud. Yeah, for sure. I know, bud. I know, bud. But yeah, um, ima- imagine trying and trying and trying and trying and putting out increasingly better content and better content and more unique content and better content and knowing there's an audience and it just doesn't get served to that audience. Yep. And then it flops and it makes $11 and you lose subscribers <laughs> and you spend a month on it and it gets fucking minus four subscribers and you made $9 over and over and over again. Yep. But then you get all, that, all you the get... while, all the while, randoms are coming into your chat, going, "Wow, you fell off! Wow, yeah. oh my god!" And you have to fucking deal with, you just, you just have to live with the. I know my content is good, 
Yeah. I'm proud of my content. Yeah. These people don't know anything about anything. Yeah. I think, I think that kind of confidence is so hard when you're by yourself and you're seeing reaction to it in, and like people just not watching it, not clicking on it and being like, but, but I think it's good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are, there are really those people like imagine, you know, every, one of those like sad you know romantic comedies or whatever where the guy is always like he's doing a thing that nobody gives a fuck about and but and he's like convinced himself that he's like i'm just gonna stick to it and and he really does need the whole like mm, you really shouldn't <laughs> yeah, yeah you know like you're, yeah. you're actually a failure and whatever <laughs> it is in this thing you should actually move on you know whatever um and you have to convince yourself like no i'm not that cliche yeah the stuff i'm doing is actually good even though for some reason the algorithm doesn't pick it up right yeah. like you know you need to basically have the confidence to say i know it's good for sure even if the algorithm doesn't and even if you don't think it is and that's how you get moist critical showing you up that's i was so yeah, happy man. i was so freaking Dude, psyched when so, i saw that that's so tight. oh that's, that's so sick. um but yeah, we're uh we're a little over two hours here. We don't want to take up too much of your time, um, dude. This I has to go been... shovel. Oh. Dude, the uh, the Wolf. plow came by, so it's just all ice. Like it's a hell uh, yeah, brother. Yeah, bad. So I have to. I'm gonna go deal with that before I have dinner. Yikers! Yo, thanks yeah. for coming well, by, buddy. Dude. dude, thanks for having me, you guys. Thank you. I'll come on anytime. Hundred percent. You know, Real anytime quick. you guys need me, I'm here. Real quick, where can the people find you? Yeah, so OnlyFans, I'm Geeksay. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just Geeksay everywhere, except for Twitter. I'm Geeksay with an extra H, but that's G-E-E-K-S-E-H. Get it? Because I'm Canadian. Yep. Geeksay. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at. I stream on Twitch four days a week. I'm trying to do more YouTube and stuff. Um, the other days and trying to get some content out for you guys. Right now, I'm in a weird place. But uh, I think we're going to start really streamlining stuff soon and... I'm just going to have to lose sleep for a little bit, you know, like do that sacrifice time, you know, so I don't mind that as long as I, I, I'm happy to do it. And to be honest, like right now, Tarkov's like really getting my juices going. So I'm like, yeah, I got this idea and this idea and, you know, I want to do this guide and help you guys out here. So come by, hang out. You know, I'm always there. We're always, we are a pretty amazing community. Yep. Um, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's a, you got to cat, you got to like, capitalize on that moment when those juices are flowing i feel you where it's like sure. it's like i don't want to do the grind when i don't want to be doing it and then when yeah. something happens and you're like okay i feel it now's the time like i'm gonna start yeah. pumping out content yeah so so yeah if you're uh if you're watching this uh or listening to this yeah definitely go check out geeks super super thank you so much for for coming on and uh as a reminder if you like content like this and you want more of it patreon.com slash the podcast pod go check that out and you can see our pp and uh you guys are the best. Thank you for hanging. And we will definitely see y'all on the next one. Get the fuck out of here, you filthy animal. Yeah!